Hello and welcome to this game's Di uh, Kingdom Divided. We are at game 22. Um, last game, uh, they gave Laya the update on who Clemente was. They then met uh, the daughter of Stephen Butler, Ellen Butler, who was their uh, the daughter of their of Connor's old old friend. After making some associations with him, they go on the road to Mistwick. And while they get there, um, there's a bit of a conversation of different people that um, Carrick may want to marry from the rivers. And then arriving at Mistwick, they find their rooms in the castle, if they want to use them as rooms or a meeting area, as a secret passage. Um, and they head to the library where they meet Ag Agnes Martin and Hippolyta Morningblaze. Um, Agnes Martin has an interesting thing about learning about ancient ley lines that may be used for portals, and Hippolyta was reading about alchemy. Carrick has a journey into the astral world which taints his eye, and the next morning all the characters decide to eat at the breakfast hall, where they first meet up with Covenguard, and House Kulak, which is going to bar the group from speaking to the House of Covenguard. But Siobhan notes to them how she is so related to them. Um, that opens up, and they are able to meet him. And many of the characters also uh, say their pleasantries to House Zorozovich, who happens to be there. While that's happening, Laya Silverridge uh, has a conversation with her uncle Errol, and meets Emma Lemires, who was a person who lived in Selene and was there during the fall of Selene, and recognizes Laya as the proper bareness of Selene. While the conversation continues, she tells them that there is a plot to assassinate General Paz Rodrigo of um, Belkind's um, people, and they give her a stone that if she throws it into the air, it will summon killers if she can get him alone. While all these conversations are happening, the characters are finished both of those, and they are gathering together before they speak to Montemir. Is that all pretty much what we all remember? Only or that one of the two women in the library is also studying for her last ring. That was just a moment of contention slash inspiration yes. type thing. So on top of her studying for her last ring that she basically is actually the impression was she's actually already taken the test, but she has not been awarded it. Yeah. Um, and in the psychic visions of uh, Carrick, he saw in the tested schools, there was some energy aspect coming from different members of the tested. Um, so all of you have gone back to the middle of the room where your, your food and your stuff is settled and you can uh, talk about the different experiences you had with Covenguard and um, Tomer. Would you like to uh, start Laura? Sure. Uh I had I, I come in and I'm very uh, effusive of my my uncle Errol. He's so great and I've really missed him. And I forget was my cousin there, my brother or boy cousin, my brother cousin. That's that's a whole other story. Your cousin. Nobility, so 
<laughs> True. Do you mean Errol's son? Errol's son, yeah. No. He was not there. Okay. Well, then I don't talk about my cousin, other cousins. But I know that he's he potentially could be somewhere, and I just haven't seen that whole side of my family in years. Um, I am so effusive about my family because I don't mention anything about General Paz and uh, Emma Lemire's. I just sort of walk around that roll, whole conversation. Can you give me a deception roll to make it that people who spend tons of time with you don't seem like you're hiding something? What? I'm super good at deception, I bet. No, I'm not. What uh, is that? I don't have a deception, so I have charm. Is it persuasion? No, it's the skill between cunning and endurance. Oh, it is. There, uh-huh. there. Sorry, sorry. I have it as a two. That's going to be super great. Oh, oh! Most people feel that she is uh, entirely truthful in her statements. See, I have stuff that could counter that. I think, but the thing is, there's not enough for you to interrogate more. It just seems mm. that she's nervous because she hasn't seen them. You know what I mean? It's like I absolutely—if she would have even gotten a six, which would have been okay—I still would have let you then be like. Maybe she's not. Maybe she is, and you could look. Yeah. Eight. She seems okay. reasonable. Okay. I found out that my Telmart family uh, lives near Temecula, and it's really awkward for me. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, I'm so glad you got to reconnect with uh, your Telmart family. It's been so long since you got you've been able to see them. I'm sure it was a joy to reconnect with them. It's always a little humbling to reconnect with my mother's side of the family and not feel nearly so so much like an outcast. Not outcast. uh, Other is a better way to put that. Well, I hope you know your family here, too. I mean... Oh, absolutely. Uh, the room is is the exception. It's much more just walking around and not seeing many faces that look like mine. Fair. Fair. Well, speaking of family, I uh, ran into an uncle of sorts of mine among the Coven Guard contingency. And I'm going to point out uh, it's the Kuliks, right? Yeah. Um. So my aunt, Henge, who you met, um, that is... Her brother and his family, and he was able to introduce us to the Coven Guards. So, hopefully, Carrick made a very good impression on them. I I find my the tassel on my outfit very fascinating. <laughs> if you start, if you're sitting anywhere near me, I'm kind of kind of just nudge you with my toe. <laughs> like, just... Uh, it's less, I hope he made a good impression and hope that he didn't leave, you know, a terrible impression, but, uh... That's and I'm not looking age. at Kate either. <laughs> there is, there's a, a night you all kind of notice that's standing at a bit of distance from you. Like, he's waiting for your conversation to end. Hmm. Does he look familiar in any way? Um, no. Okay. Um, but you guys could try to reputation, reputation into discernment it, yeah. Yay! 
That was a shitty reputation for me. No, that kind of was for as many dice as went rolling across the table. Aiden. Aiden, um, this is uh, Vlad um, um, Becker. And Vlad Becker is a renowned Montemere knight in tourneys. Okay. And he's waiting for a conversation end. Yeah. He's politely standing at a distance. You said I'm going to look over at Caden like, okay, is this... Think. Did you say Vlad Becker? Vlad Becker. Okay. I will even uh, put it in the general. Okay. Sir Becker? Um, I take it that you are um, Caden Maddox. Correct. Um, I was asked by the royals of Montemir to invite you to a special um, meeting. They seem to have a uh, desire to talk about future prospects in your life. Thank you. And uh, and when would this meeting be? They just saw you and asked me to have you come over at your leisure. Okay. If you are too occupied by your current aspects, we would be happy to right. arrange a meeting at a future date. Thank you. I will um, discuss to see you with the rest of the uh, with the rest of my um, family here and see what and see when an appropriate time will be. Thank you. Of course. And he gives a very respectful nod for a person of of your rank. Okay. And uh, Carrick realizes that he is no longer distracted. Sees the rest of the group. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we were. <laughs> of course. I was looking for you guys. He went to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, there's so many layers to get through. Mm-hmm. Right. I am intrigued why Montmere wants to talk to you. Dear Me Tatum. too. So what what do you think Montemir wants with you, Caden? I have no idea. I only know Sir Becker because he is um well known on the tourney tournament circuit. Hmm. Well, you have made something of a name for yourself as well, so maybe it's related to that. Maybe he wants to challenge you to to a no. I guess he no. He said that the the royalty wanted to talk to you. Yeah, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Or nobility, whatever royalty, nobility. Um, does anyone? I don't know. Does anyone have a um idea <clears throat> idea of what their internal politics are like? Other than you know, currently being ex- expansionist. Mm-hmm. 
sneaky as hell. Because remember, they're the ones who gave us the book that one time that was like all about oh, the yeah. tower in our area. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, yeah, do yeah, know, yeah. I do know. I do know that. Uh, I do know that oh. the current Duchess um, is highly ambitious, and she is a Bennett who the Bennets um, oh. seem to be masterminding quite a bit of this ambition from behind the scenes. I, I'm going to point over to the twins. Because she's related to the twins, isn't she? Yes, she is. The, yeah, yeah. She is the younger sister of the two twins. So I'm going to point over to the Montemirs and the twins and be and say and because um, I don't know which one's which at the moment. I'm like, so one of those is the um, the ambassador to uh, your father's court, and one of those is the mastermind who's been pulling all the strings in Montemere for quite a bit. Certainly got his younger sister in with the current duke. Remember, remember Lucy is the younger wife, the younger second wife who he married because his first wife, Ian, his first wife, couldn't have children. She was a McBravo? Uh, his first wife was a Montemere. Oh, sorry. She was, uh, no, uh, she was a Reinhardt. Oh, Reinhardt. I, I, yeah, she's... I, I lose all the threads sometimes. You're much better at keeping the loom going, though, than I'll ever be. And this is the Duchess. And this is her husband. You all see them over there. It's very easy to be like, oh, those guys. Where are we? We're still at the breakfast hall, and you're looking over at uh, the Montemere table as the Montemires have asked to actually speak to your half-brother. I, I don't think our curiosity can <laughs> match the depth of what they were truly going to ask, because we can only imagine wild scenarios. It could be something <laughs> very mundane. Um, it's a meeting I think you should take. Nothing I else. Was planning, you can get I information. I was planning on it. Right. Well, I was planning on it. I just thought one of you gathered more information speaking with Theresa. Um, not particularly, uh, outside of the obvious that the Elder Bennett twin, I'm assuming it's the Elder Bennett twin, Patrick, the Elder Bennett twin is the one who seems to be pulling all the strings, including the Dukes. I'm not going to say um, that he's the real power in Montemir, but he's got quite a bit of it. And actually, I did make one mistake, by the way. Um, the Elder Bennets are actually her uncles. Okay, her uncles. Um, her sister, their sister Agatha Bennett is the mother of Lucy, who is the current Duchess. Okay. All right, um, uh, I will stand corrected on that. And I will just do a, I, I don't know if it's going to work because I'm my HDR active, but we will, yeah. It's going to be a little faded, but at least you guys can have 
some concept of what this is trying to show. So House Bennett's at the top. You see the two twins. Agatha's on the left. And you see Lucy on the other piece. Um, for some reason, if I have my HDR on, it actually makes all my screenshots overly whited out. HDR. I'm just going to turn it off right now so I can get you that shot again. But um, uh, it's Emmerich who is the elder twin, correct? Right. And Reese is the one that you met as the diplomat to Silverage. Yeah. Um, Emmerich Bennett is the one who I feel is and who Teresa seems to indicate is kind of the political mastermind pushing a lot of the agenda in, in Montemere. So. Thank you. I mean, I don't know what they want, but it, all the information you can get and any conversations you have is yeah. mo- information I must welcome. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Do you eat it? One second. One moment. Yeah. Roommate, some food. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. Anyway. What's that? <laughs> that was just John teasing me for playing the game, but not going to work today. <laughs> Look, you have you have priorities. Right. <laughs> can you do work in your pajamas? That's the bigger question. You can game in right. your pajamas. Right. You <laughs> could, if you gamed all day, you still wouldn't have been healthy enough for work. But working all day, you definitely wouldn't have been healthy enough to game. <laughs> priorities. Like, which again, priority. <laughs> so. um, And I pawned off the important stuff that other people are there. Like showing the new person how to put in for their vacation. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Again with the priorities. You are adulting really hard. Look at you go. You also, by the way, have uh, Clemente, who could try to sneak and listen into the Montemir kind of connection. You always remember he 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 has skills that none of you have. Man, that's true. I mean, it's a thought, Caden. You could take a, a, a cousin Seamus. With you. Because Seamus after all is learning about the the tournaments, knighthood and stuff. Wanda's not as big in her sports ball. (laughs) Sports ball, right? Not not like I am. I was trying to figure out would it be appropriate to bring anyone else with me. It it's very much going to change the opinion. If you brought everyone, you're basically saying I'm with them. If you went by yourself, mm-hmm. you're basically saying, "Hey, you know, I'm up for an offer." That's what I was thinking. Is there a way that I can just kind of uh, sneak into shadows, like blend in with the, the faces of the crowd? Lurky, yes. lurky. Um, 
the question I'm going to ask, and this is going to be the difficulty of how close do you want to get to the nobility? If you want to just get to an area with their guards, all you need is a six. If you want to get in with their banners, you're going to need a 12. And if you want to get in with the nobles, you're going to need an 18. Mm, at least with the banners, at the very least. Okay. So give me your uh, sneak roll. And that's that. You got it. So you are, uh, you're, uh, you're looking like you are integrated with uh, the protective guards of the banners. Um, now they have two banners. They have Bennett, who are much more the manipulators. And they have Upperton, who are much more uh, very kind of classical uh, noble knights. I want to I wanna be near the manipulators. Okay. So, uh, um, as the, their, like, cupbearer is, like, going to go get a refill, you, like, trip him up, and so he's going to have to go spend ten minutes cleaning things up, and you sneak in as the cupbearer. Um, you see the two twins sitting there, um talking as um, as you come up and pour, and they say, have you been able to transmit the secret code to the uh, royals of Pearlstone? I know we had difficulty sending it through em emissaries last time. And the other twin says, yes, we've already received messages back in the code, so that should have no aspect of difficulty. Um, have you heard if uh, Silveridge has arrived yet? Or if uh, having both the bell and the alligator having created too much conflict on the road that they're going to be delayed even further as he picks up the glass that you just poured. And he says, it seems that they are on the road fine even with the disruption of the bandits that are obviously creating problems for everyone. As they kind of give up. They extend the word everyone. Um, kind of want to take a moment to to soak in that information, um, but at the same time, like stay stay oblivious. Like I'm just gonna mm -hmm. just play the innocent cupbearer here, who's pouring their drinks. Yes. Um. The uh, and then basically they as they go from that, they start talking a bit about oh, were you able to take any opportunity to listen to the bards of House Lamone. It was a very pleasant experience. You shouldn't have missed Dear Younger Brother. And he's like, I, to catch up to the rest of the people, I sadly had to miss many of these opportunities by traveling by, by boat. Ah. Maybe we should just switch the ways back like we did when we were younger. And he's like, of course, brother. And, uh, you begin to see like the cupbearer kind of come back, and so you can sneak your way out. Hmm. Is it possible to try and um, cut off the cupbearer and just see if I could spend more time possibly overhearing more information from them? Um, I would let you roll again, but it's going to be you're going to need to now get to 
From a 12, you're going to need an 18. Because the more you're around, the more you're going to get obvious. Mm-hmm. All right, then I'm just going to sneak out then. Okay. So, randomly, all of you see uh, uh, Uncle Ramirez uh, appear. <laughs> no, Uncle Ramirez or Cousin Ramirez? Yeah, Cousin Ramirez. Cousin. Okay, I just because Uncle Ramirez is an actual character, and I was like, "Oh God, oh crap, we could be in trouble." <laughs> so, speed walk on over and try to uh, transmit the new information that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, while he is talking, you also see how Zarazovich go directly to the Duchess of Montemir, and they have a conversation. Hmm. I suppose it shouldn't surprise me that they've got multiple fingers and multiple pies, but I am not clever enough to keep up with such machinations. I don't know. What what coded messages could they be sending? And, like, everyone, when you say it that way, makes it seem like they uh, they don't engage in banditry or have to deal with banditry or maybe they are perpetuating their banditry or lots of other potential things. Mm-hmm. Siobhan, come back. We can ask Carrick, right? I suppose that is true. <laughs> But now <clears throat> I'll go over. Okay. Are you taking Clemente now as cousin Ramirez, or are you going to take someone else? Or go by yourself too? Is or go by yourself? Option. I go by myself. I figure if they are planning something, <laughs> they'll they'll be, they'll do it that way more likely. Okay. Um, they have you in a bit of a line as they finish up the House Zarazovich, and then Emmerich Bennett, Bennett, who it's very weird to you because it's like I know this guy, but it's he is a twin. Uh, he brings you forth directly to Lucy and Charles, the uh, Duke and Duchess of Montemir, and uh, Emmerich puts up a seat for you to sit near them to have a conversation. Um. Lucy says, I, uh, I'm very pleased that you were able to take an opportunity to spend a little time with us, Mr. Maddox. Thank you, very gracious to offer. Charles says, I, I know you have a hard situation currently in Silveridge, and you've made strong efforts to make your own way in this world. Those efforts have not been unnoticed. And you know the reputation of Montemir Knights in the tourney scene and a man for man they are able to hold up to any other in the kingdom. Yes, they have a high reputation. 
both skill and valor. We know the aspect of who you squired for and the regretful aspect of his passing. We would be interested in offering you an aspect for the deeds that you have done and the legends that you have grown to be named a knight of House Bennett and brought in to the skills, expertise, and weaponry of the Knights of Montemere that you would ride in our name in the tournaments. Silveridge has shown while they will protect you, they have definitely also shown they will not bring you any closer. Not even giving you a Ramirez name is a rebuke on your skills. I feel Connor's desire for reputation has passed over truly what you are capable of. In Montemere, you would be able to have all of your skills and talents come to the forefront and not have to be buried for the sake of the rising star of your half-brother. Mm. I'm going to poach you. How rude. <laughs> that is indeed a very generous offer. Lucy says, Mm-hmm. We also understand you might have some hesitation, thinking there may be some aspect that we would use you as aggression against your brother and your father. We would be willing to agree to an oath that no aspect of your arms would be used against the nature of House Silveridge or your relatives. We are not here to destroy your honor, but let it thrive. That is a lot to take in. I may need some time to think this over. Uh, Please do not take my um, hesitancy as any show of uh, disrespect. It is just a very heavy and weighty decision to make. Lucy says, I more than understand. But the nature of our offer is very important that we do not, just as you are currently pulled behind your own interests and the interests of your half-brother, we would not want our offer to be pulled as you negotiate the offers that many of this kingdom would probably ask for you to join as a noble knight amongst their houses. We are happy to offer you until tomorrow's breakfast to make an a decision, as we have come to you in the highest aspect of respect, we would ask that you would treat us similarly. 
Yes. It's only fair and completely understandable. You would definitely have an answer one way or the other by then. Lucy also says, and as you're kind of getting up, the nature of the experience that you've had in the high courts of Silveridge would not be a thing that is wasted here. If expansion moved to handfasted, one would say that it would be the first barony under the Maddox name. Um. Where's that on the map? It is the is northern the... Almeran domain on the border of Montemir. Oh, okay. It is actually one day's ride from here. Hmm. And then she gets up and uh, she gives you a, a kiss on the cheek and uh, lets you go. Thank you. Can Laura Obviously, ask a clarification? Yeah. Sorry. Course. Is the implication that she's saying we wouldn't expand into uh into Silver Ridge because we're going to expand into Almeran territory? And with you as kind of our lead in that fight. There might be that exp- there might be that interpretation. There also could yeah, be yeah. interpretation. <laughs> we won't send you to do it. <laughs> She said that we would like accept an oath that we would never have your conflict affect your family. Right, like or... that was that's the most obvious interpretation. I was trying to be like, is that an under the table observation? That well, that's the other thing they're saying. The biggest thing that they're basically saying is, hey, you know, if we make you a baron, and then for some misbegotten reason your family had problems, maybe we'd give you silver. It's- yeah, I caught that one. <laughs> right. But your family has not been giving you what you deserve. Didn't even give you the name Ramirez was a low fucking blow. Because that's like a double-edged sword. Dude, I don't know if I'd want that name Ramirez. Jesus. But it would have shown that Connor took him as his, as his own. Yeah. A a nod and a wink being like, I can't name you an heir or anything like that, but uh, you're mine. Yeah. Like, there is no Maddox's. His mother remarried. Mm -hmm. He's just just a cool guy all on his own. He doesn't need anyone else. Isn't there one Sir Maddox? Uh, I don't think so. In, isn't there, the the bastard over in um Oh wait, I don't know if he's a Maddox. Like give me a double check. I think we actually okay. gave him a different name. Let me Oh okay. Pull over to So if we go to here to Haley to you. Yeah, no, he theoretically is he's Tristan Freehold. Oh. Yes. There is a Sir Maddox who is your uncle. Yeah. Yes, there's a Sir Maddox, Lucas Mac- Maddox. Um, but yes, so everyone saw the conversation, but they didn't hear the conversation. 
great. So, and you we're all pretending like we're not interested, even though we are grossly interested. Exactly. I can't imagine <laughs> you guys were super good. Like the only person who didn't look like he was looking was Clemente. <laughs> He's like, I, knew, what's up? I mean, I could uh, try and bluff it, but you know. the real the real story here now is how is Caden going to come back and tell us what happened? Mm-hmm. So, Caden. Uh, they made me a very uh, honeyed offer. Oh, did oh. they? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Honeyed, how Honey. so? Uh, well, they basically implied actually since we've done it, let's take a little I'm going to make a notice roll to see if I can uh, spot anyone trying to overhear us, because I'm sure there is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but If someone else has their own Clemente. Yeah. Um, you notice that there are people cleaning up that look too intent. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we should have this conversation later. Yeah. <clears throat> As a note, I think all of you have linguistics three. You could just write it and just show it to people and then keep the paper. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I have. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I have language three. Because we learned in our Game of Thrones game, being illiterate sucks. Yep. Sure. And passing notes were with every drop of that XP. Mm-hmm. Or we could just retire to our, our rooms if we're finished doing what we need to do down here. Yep. Or were there other meeting people that were looking to meet with us? You have now actively met all of the different people except like actually intending to go meet Montemir. They called him. Right. So one might think that if Carrick doesn't speak to Montemir, it may be seen as a statement. I shall go speak to Montemir. Do you want me to come with you? Yes, please. Okay. Perhaps I should go as well. Yeah, uh, we can go and present ourselves there then. I didn't want you to just go be thrown to the lions alone. Great. <laughs> um, As you are walking up, there is a um woman who meets the group first and says, how can I assist you? And this is what she looks like. Uh, Laura, she is 
she has some aspect of Eston blood in her as she has the red eyes of the Eston. Yeah, she does. Okay. How can I help all of you? Um, just a quick question. Are the Montemirs also related? Like, we're all related to them? No. You're not actually... Re- the closest relation you guys had uh, kind of got washed away. Um, you used to be related in the fact that the McBravos... Um, nope. Like Bravos are not that way. I actually don't think you guys are heavily related. Let me triple mm-hmm. check. Uh, um, Mont. So, Charles. Yeah, you are not related to them directly, um, at all. Um, it's um, been a, a long time. Yeah. And I'll step forward and I'll say that this is Lord Carrick, um, heir to Silver Ridge, and we've come to make our greetings to Montmere. And then, and then oh. I'll be like, ta-da! <laughs> ah. I am Lady Clarissa Upperton. Um, one of the children yeah. of House Upperton. Uh, our crests are quite similar. Um, I'd be happy to make way for you to have a, a meeting. Would you like me to push aside the other aspects for the heir of a ducal throne? No. Uh, well, I, I would look to Carrick. Does he think he's that important that he would might piss them off, or to we can wait our turn? No, we can wait our turn. Um... No need to move people aside. We wanted to extend our respects and greetings. Um, whenever they're ready, uh, uh, if they are so inclined, um, we would love to uh, say hello. Um, would you at least take a, a small refreshment with my family and while you are waiting? That would be extremely pleasant. They don't they don't. He doesn't say this out loud. They don't drink blood, do they? No. Okay. Oh, they're just albinos. They're not vampires. <laughs> they just no. have tower blood in them. Oh my god. They they're Montemir. They drink souls. <laughs> <laughs> they eat hope. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those are true. <laughs> but that blood, no. So he, he she takes you down to a table where her mother is sitting, and that's her mother and her brother. Mm. And... Um, and uh, one of them raises a glass and says, uh, Lord Carrick and his entourage. This is Peter, who is the man. Uh, mm-hmm. I've heard much about you. Um, please, please. Uh, he uh, says, take my seat. Um, I would rather sit with you, good sir, uh, rather than take any of your space. You are the heir to a ducal throne. I am merely a, a, a knight. I'm, I'm honored if you would take what I have to offer. 
Okay. Carrick will uncomfortably sit in his seat. Uh, the woman, her name is Zena Upperton. Uh, she says, I'm glad that I've taught my children such respect. Um, I have not uh, had the opportunity to meet you before, even though we don't live incredibly far in the grand scheme of things. What was the daughter's name, by the way? Clarissa. Clarissa. As a quick shootout, this is House Upperton Stability. This one is their domain. So they live in Mulrose. Um, nah. which is incredibly close to, close to Mistwick. But nah. in their statement of Montemir is obviously much closer in domain than obviously like Covengard. You, right. you basically are the distance you came to Mistwick would they could have gone to Silver. Do I know anything about um, the Uppertons? You can roll a reputation roll. Um, status? Yeah, you can do a status. It's just going to be a lower effect. Solid roll. Um, Caden does have the reputation, though. Um, wow, everyone's dropping their shit. Okay, so Carrick first. Um, Upperton is, um, renowned for being the power of knights and old nobility in Montemir. Um, they breed these incredibly great warriors. They have very strong military kind of tactics and training. Um, they are the fist most would consider of the nature of House um, Montemir. Now, the people who actually rolled on, um, Reputation. The reputation. Um, Caden's gonna be the only one to get it. I'd say Siobhan's equal to Carrick's role, but yeah. with a lack of reputation. Caden, one of the other famous things is they have a, a diamond mine. And this diamond mine is basically financed why. House Montemir and the entirety of the Montemir domain is incredibly well armed, incredibly well supplied. There is little to want if you're in a Montemir military unit. And to expand that, it also is how they finance the best spy network in the country. So question, mm -hmm. if they have the money and the soldiers, why are they um <clears throat> why are they not in charge first they don't have the population um, they are incredibly okay. low numbers but they're very elite gotcha. so going into a war against Almirn who has a ton of people is right. very <laughs> hard for them to do going into Paristone is very hard for them to do a war against you and Silveridge, it's very small, narrow paths. They'd be very successful, but they'd lose numbers. They probably couldn't hold the domains. 
Um, they have about the population you do. Imagine if Silverage had no bandits. That's Montauk oh. currently. Okay. Uh, they have spent generations cleaning up their domain and not doing the major expansions other people have. Um, they also have no naval power, which is the big thing that you have. They've been trying to invest in that and failing at that. They're essentially um, landlocked, aren't they? No, Montemir. They, ha- they have. They've they have water. Little... Yeah, but they've never built major ports. Oh, there. sorry. For some reason, I was thinking Montmere was Pearstone yeah. in location, but no. Yeah, they do have a coastline, but they have no mm-hmm. navy. Right. Losers. Um. So that that's really Montemir. It's like if you have a ton of really great skilled people, but they don't have the numbers. So everyone, everyone's too valuable. Um, and that's another reason why they're so well trained. It's we can't lose fifty knights in a charge, or it'll take us four generations to regrow it. Um, does that kind of give you the feel? Yeah, but I was um, also talking about uh, Melrose of being in charge yeah. of Montemir. Oh. Um, Melrose is not in charge of the domain, mostly because they have always been loyal to the house of Montemir. Montemir originally came and took this area back in the original conquering days, and Melrose Mm -hmm. was the squire of the original Montemir. Oh, okay. So they've always had the strong loyalty and connection. They do give some side eye to the Bennets, who they see as upstarts using their money and their resources in ways they don't consider honorable. Um, I will kind of say, and even Siobhan probably gets this, the Uppertons feel that they're actually righteous, noble people. They mm-hmm. don't feel they're manipulator schemers. Mm-hmm. Little case of noblesse oblige there then. Right. Like, we're not manipulating you, we just know what's best for you because we're such noble upstarts, or is it more... Or is it more like House Stark? We're noble and yeah. word. So they're patterned originally after like uh, French and German kind of knights. They think they're doing the right thing. They would never fathom their, their country is thought to be this manipulative spy mastery location. Mm-hmm. Even though it is. Even though um, it totally is. They feel the Bennets are very much more a a terrible necessity to protect the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's your guys' updates. Um Baroness uh Xena says, Lord Carrick, I've heard that you are quite intrigued with all things based in knowledge. Indeed. Very true, Lady Zena. Um, I, uh, I believe you've probably been asked this before. Why have you not encouraged the movement of the Tested Headquarters to leave Fae Mill and move into Windbreak? The nature of the river, the idea of travel, one would think that the Tested would thrive there much more than in the uh, collapsed uh, parapets of Fema. 
while I'm not opposed to such a thing, I do believe um, they are well within their their rights to um, the autonomy of choice uh, uh, where they would like to be located. Um, where uh, I would I would not want to impose my will on them or try to um, for uh, the the selfish reasons of having them uh, more convenient for me. The tested in their nature are meant to be the advisors and support of the entirety of the noble houses of the river's empire. The fact that they hold distance just seems odd to my ear. Perhaps it's something I should bring up with them. This is wise, sage advice, my lady. Um, and Baroness Zena looks at Laia and says in Estin, um, it is a pleasure to also meet you. Your father's reputation, as well as your mother's, is known throughout the entirety of the canal. Thank you. I um, I am honored to be their child. Um, I will say in Estin as well. It is, is she uh, full Estin or is she half Estin? Because her eyes are blue, but red and blue can kind of... So I will tell you exactly how it works for her. <laughs> uh, so um, House Thaloran is mm -hmm. uh she is i guess full Eston off of house of the Lauren. Okay. she is the okay. aunt of the current baron of the Lauren. okay can i roll a reputation to know that yes okay am i missing reputation where it's, oh it's, reputation it's is in status go ahead status, status. yeah if you don't, yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, it's still, you got the six. That she oh, is okay. still Lauren is, is I'm going to be fine with that. Okay. Because of anything that you spend time researching, it's Aston houses. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. I'll keep that in my back pocket and maybe bring it up in a minute. Um, it, uh, it is regretful the power that the rivers have given. To the bell kind. And she says that in common. Wow. Um, sorry, I have a totally tangential. The wiki, I'm not able to get to it. Do I also have the wrong address for the wiki as well? Is that working for you? Let me see. Yes, that is. So I apparently had the I have the old address. I'll go to the index and I'll re bookmark it. Thank you. Okay. When I get the new server rack, I may also have new things, but I'll make a point that I'll remind everyone they're all new and everyone needs to change links. Last time I just recommended. Yeah. Okay. No worries. I just wanted to look yeah. up Thalorn really quick. 
Yeah. There would be Homan. Okay. The, the House of Water. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, but I couldn't remember. Mm -hmm. And so. Okay. Okay. I apologize. Can't get game on. No worries. Um, yeah. So she says in comment is regretful the power the river's empire has given to house belkin i grip my teeth a little bit but in that smiley way like <laughs> we're it is unfortunate but such is what the emperor seems to want clarissa says the way that the tested have been lately, who knows what the Emperor wants versus the will of the rings. What do you mean the way the tested have been lately? Clarissa says the tested are the bureaucratic head of the entirety of the empire. The nature of the increased taxation, the reduced support for the peacekeepers, the rise in strength of the Imperial Army. These are all things signed by the Privy Council and the Tested in general. I had heard a certain amount of rumor that the Tested were perhaps heavy-handed in, in their recommendations to the emperor but you seem to be implying if not supporting that they do more than just give uh advice the nature of the pact of gold and this is still clarissa has solidified them for over 200 years to be the non-generational power in this entire country. While there may be some emperors stronger than others, they are always the blood that makes the body go. And in that, it can choose if a, per if a particular limb is ill-fed. And Carrick, if you want to give me a education role to know what the Pact of Gold is, I'd be happy to answer that. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know what that is. The Pact of Gold was the ratification by the rivers that the tested will always have a position in every in any bureaucracy once you pass your test. Mm. The Sadai had not allowed that. And that happened, by the way, in um, uh, RE34, so 34 years after the uh, destruction of House Sedai and the rise of Matthias Rivers. Peter responds oh. with, oh, unless you have something to say. I do, but I guess what I want to do is I want to use charm mm -hmm. because I want to say 
be that as it may, uh, oh, it's Josh. What what could we possibly do? And then I'm so charming that they maybe will spill their own things. Like it's a manipulative toy. Okay. Are you going to be Boy. charming Clarissa particularly? You can't charm a room. Determining. No, I think I actually would like to charm her. Well, who was saying? Who said the thing in English? It was the mother, correct? Yes, she did. Like yes, yeah, she, did. she Zena had been talking to me previously, and then it turned. Mm -hmm. She went from Estin to English. I'd like to try yeah. her. Okay. What Roll is her disposition? Uh, her disposition is um, the uh, um, indifferent. Oh, indifferent, okay. Siobhan is so proud, by the way. <laughs> That's my cousin. Yeah, you definitely got it. Um, so proud. Zena is like... <laughs> I don't think that there is a problem with the nature of the borders of domains moving as they will. It is a problem if you go there, lack the strength to hold it, and then cry to the Empire to ratify a failed conquest. Mm. Our people have been pushed back and forth. And from the nature of the Sedai and their first rise and pushiness, we have to take an aspect that arms and success does conquer the land. I feel that the tears of a failed conquistador should not conquer land as blood or steel. What is she talking about? Good question, right? Uh, if you'd like to do an education, I'd be happy to elaborate. Um, so basically, um, at Selene, um, the Belkind assaulted. And they took the city for a while. But they realized that they couldn't hold it against Talmert reinforcements coming from the north. So what they basically did was they said, whoa, 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 we have it right now. And this decision will be made by uh, the current river's emperor. And the Talmud didn't want to say, well, fuck the emperor. So they waited for the decision. And at that time, Belkind just reinforced all that time while the negotiations were happening. And then the emperor said, oh, yeah, we give it to Belkind. Yeah. Xena is basically saying, you know, if they came and could win and could hold it against the entirety of your domain, then they fucking deserved it. But they couldn't. Yeah. I oh, caught so that and I was trying to decide <laughs> on how much I wanted to be like, you're not wrong. <laughs> and still towing the imperial line of like, I, I don't know how open the revolution is on our, on our side yet. But you could disagree with a ruling about you still support the emperor. This isn't fucking like Magna Carta. He's like... Sure, I just... Yeah. Look, I'm just afraid of being hauled in for treason or something like that. Yeah, and oh, it's not like you're charm... saying this to the prime minister. Yes, you did succeed. All right, so it goes up to amiable, correct? Exactly, yes. Okay. Um... 
Zena says, I know that my own brothers marched to Selene to, to liberate it and were stopped at South Dell by Imperial peacekeepers saying the negotiations had begun. It's unfortunate without... that the Emperor thinks with his coin purse a little more than his uh, loyalties to his people occasionally, but perhaps he had a longer view vision than I have of the immediate injustices. Clarissa says, I don't think it was his opinion at all. Whose do you think it was, then? Detested. But what would they gain from that? The Belkine are common, constantly bringing in new data and secrets from their wars in the, in the Mikado. They easily could have been paid as many education hunters with knowledges of the South. Has anyone physically ever seen the Treaty of Selene? If one did, I would say it has the seal of the Prime Minister and not the Emperor. Have I seen it? Do I know that? No one's seen it. I don't think, yeah, I didn't think I did. Yes, it was called the Blood Cedar War. And one last thing I was going to say, it's obvious that the Uppertons know that Lyra was destined to be the Baroness of Selene. There's no ambiguity in that vibe. be again we don't know we don't know what happens it's a big long big world things things happen as as your passions are beginning to to rise um a uh um a page of the montemir say they are available to speak to you now lord carrick Every all the opportunities stand as Carrick stands as an aspect of respect. I'd like to extend my hand to Lady Zena in the way that ladies do, not the firm handshake of the gentleman, but and just be like, Thank you for your wise words. My cousin is right that you offer uh, advice to those who didn't even know they needed to hear it. Um. She says in Esten, I hope Montemir will always be seen as an ally and not an enemy. Hmm. All, of you, heard the word, all yeah. of you heard the word Montemir, by the way, because that is not a translatable word. Yeah. You smile. I smile and I I don't want to say anything like that's not my decision, but that's kind of what my smile says in that like we're cool. Don't know what else anyone else might think. Um as you guys are then escorted to uh Duke Charles and uh Duchess Lucy, um 
Duchess Lucy uh, stands up and uh, she uh, goes straight to Siobhan and uh, she gives a little kiss on each cheek to Siobhan. And, and Siobhan and is going to be all that is polite in this world, even if she's swallowing it. <laughs> She'll be all that is polite. And then she does it for Laya. And then... Oh. Uh, uh, then uh, the Duke Charles will uh, strongly shake the hand of Carrick. Then he will shake the hand of with a kiss, and then no, no okay, no, no. <laughs> he'll grab your ass a little. He's he's <laughs> he's really uh, hands on. Um, one one of the things as he goes down the line that you notice is he basically doesn't have working bones in his left leg his right leg um he has a metal brace that lets him stand with the cane but basically his entire leg was shattered in a in a, in a war uh-huh. um and it was never gonna come back kind of vibe uh-huh. um and he says uh Lord Carrick, it is a pleasure that we've had the opportunity to meet with you. Um, please, please uh, sit. Um, my uh, lovely wife also has spoken of the beauty of uh, Lady Siobhan and Lady Laya in the aspect of the uh, roses of the uh, Eastern Sea. Thank you, my lord, and thank you, your grace, for uh, for such pretty compliments from both you and your wife. Of course. Um, um. Um, she is going. To, we're going to start the charm list as the Duchess is going to start charming people. Well, that was what Siobhan <laughs> was getting ready to do. So, um, does anyone wish to say that they already have negative dispositions with Lady Montemere? Okay, how negative yes. a disposition <laughs> do you want to say, Jen? Uh, I don't like her. <laughs> Everything I've heard, I don't like her. Oh, okay, so that is dislike, not unfriendly or malicious. Uh, I'm not malicious. Uh, unfriendly uh, still to the point that you would be rude. No, I'm not unfriendly. Because so you're is, a dislike. Shimon yeah. is, if nothing else, is failingly polite. Okay, let's see if with her incredible charm that took over her fucking domain, she can charm you. She probably can't because she probably outdoes me. Oh my God. But... Oh. She got a 21. Mm-hmm. So she got you to amiable. Okay. Okay. Um, Carrick, do you have a, a naturally negative opinion towards Lucy Montemere? Carrick keeps a, um, a neutral opinion of everyone before, unless they've given a reason. Like trying to murder you? Well, <laughs> you, you're so friendly to her now, though. She right. knocked you to friendly. Caden, uh, how negatively do you feel towards Lucy Montsevere? Oh, you mean how uh, like she tried to murder Carrick 
put me in mortal danger and fed me a line of bullshit through her um, twin uncles a moment ago. Yeah, <laughs> so do you want to say dislike or would you go yes. to dislike? Okay. Let's go at least dislike. Yeah. Okay, let's see if she can break that. She got you only to uh, um, indifferent because she didn't get to the 20. She needs the 21 to get you to two. So she, you're just indifferent. Uh, and uh, Clemente, you, you probably respect her. She runs an incredibly large spy network and perpetuates spies and assassins across the country. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think um, like the political stuff isn't really for Clemente. He's just more so like I'm on a job, you know, like I'm here to protect okay. Siobhan. And if I can learn anything along the way, awesome. But he's okay. a man on a mission. So we'll say indifferent. Yeah. Uh, she got you to friendly. Um, and uh, Laya, uh, we did. Uh, what's your opinion of her? Sorry, I'm going to sneak. Maybe I'm not. Oh, I hate it when that just, happens. Yeah, now it's just going to sit in my face. Um, I think I dislike her. I don't because okay. Siobhan is kind of ru- probably rubbed off on me. I mean, of course, the whole murder thing and everything, but yeah. she got you to amenable. I'm amenable. 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 Okay. So I do. now Siobhan gets to do hers. Yeah. Yay. Right. I just want to do both the Duke and Duchess. Okay. So uh, Lucy uh, is amenable to you already. Okay. Um, she has respect for you. She doesn't see anything wrong with you. Okay. Um, so that's my starting, right? Yeah, you start in amenable, and then you do your persuasion rule. Okay. In the technique of charm. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, you, you, the thing is, it's still enough to get you um, into friendly, because you just needed to mm-hmm. break the 12 for friendly. Okay. Okay. And um, then her, her, the husband um, is, he's just like, not because he has a problem with you. He's just like, I don't like dealing with the social shit. That's her job. Mm-hmm. So click him at dislike and then try to charm him up. Okay. Wait a minute. Um, oh, wait. You know what? I don't think I hit the right disposition with Lucy. Sorry. Can I reroll that? Because I had an affectionate. Oh, you had her affectionate? Uh, yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Okay, yeah, to roll her again, because affectionate is super, super strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. amenable, and roll again. Still. Yeah, uh, yeah. okay. But that's, okay. And then click and dislike. Or dislike? Yeah, dislike, and then hit hit her husband with the charm. Okay, Oh, wait. Oh, no, it should still work. My plus on... It should still work my plus uh, with my uh, nobility. Yeah, that should be already on there. Oh, no, because it's a plus three. And that only shows a plus two. Okay, well, on the 16, you... Is there not going to tip over? But roll it and move the amount. All right. Sorry, because mine is complicated. Wow. Um, that was incredibly good role. Um, <laughs> that guy is like, I don't like social interactions, but I love this kid right here. That kid right yeah. here. 
you actually knock him from dislike to friendly. Okay. So friendly, and then I've got Lucy at friendly as well, right? Yep. Friendly and friendly and um and I uh, and back to Lucy. I am now amiable. Was that? Yeah, from just like to amiable. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Um, Lucy's like um, Lord Lord Carrick. Um, again, a pleasure to see you. I heard that through our our diplomat, we offered aspect for you to come and see the libraries of uh, Valhurst if you ever had the opportunity. Wait a second. Is Montemir the same ones that gave me that book in the, the beginning? Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, unfortunately, I uh, uh, duty called me away. Um, but I would still like to um, have the opportunity to peruse the uh, the shelves uh, at some point uh, when when capable. We made a point to bring a few choice offerings as a gift for you that we will give during the Grand Ball. That sounds awesome. No, we don't like her, remember? I, for one, am looking forward to the Grand Ball. I think it'll be so, it'll be a pleasure to finally uh, mix and mingle with those uh, of our Rankin station here. Um, Lucy says, I uh, have also been able to have a shipment of special dresses coming from the Imperial tailors that will be here before the ball if you're interested in trying out something new. Uh, perhaps. Um, we don't, we uh, don't get as many uh, uh, opportunities at Wimbreak, but I know I perhaps would be interested. And my cousin Lila here, of course. I know, uh, I was like, damn, pretty things. Fuck, she knows how to get me where I'm... <laughs> Javon's like, pretty things, Lala. Lucy, like, gets real close to both of you and says, we have quite an opportunity. And I was also wondering if you'd like to come to a private tea with Duchess um, Olivia Pearstone. She has quite a unique aspect of tailors and particular delicacies from all around the country. Well, I must admit that the Duchess uh, Olivia is is herself quite a, a beautiful woman with quite the taste and fashion, and I I'm intrigued. We were childhood friends, and we're so glad that we were able to maintain the friendship over the years. She's like, I know how to sell the girls. I'm a girl. <laughs> well, I'm like. Damn, like, why would she try to kill us when she's so nice? <laughs> um, Charles, uh, talking to uh, Carrick says, and uh, is this uh, a relative of yours as well? As he points to Clemente. Indeed, this is our um, cousin, uh, Seamus. Um, what's our name again? Ramirez. 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 
I like, like that's how you say it too. You're like, uh, what's her name again? Uh, <laughs> and he looks, Whoa. and he's like, I see, Seamus Ramirez, and he pulls out a out of out of a out of a little book, and he writes down the name, Seamus Ramirez. He got twenty four in the reputation to break his disguise. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I think I misheard you. Did you say he, he broke my disguise? He saw through it? Yeah. He's like, there's no fucking Oof. person known as, as Seamus Ramirez. <laughs> uh, well, he's not being can obvious I try to salvage this? He, oh. he wrote it in a book. He's like, sure, guys. Seamus Ramirez. He's not calling you out amongst his like troops, like kill that man. He's just like we're we're lying or that we're tricked. Well, he thinks you're lying. The vibe is he thinks you're lying about him to get in a buddy. Okay. Yeah, he's not. If he thought you were being tricked, he'd be like, "That guy isn't who he says he is." To protect you, he wouldn't be like, "Sure, Seamus Ramirez." My uh, my father wasn't. Uh, he, he's not too proud of me. I'm 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 the other son, you know. So he, he doesn't he doesn't talk about me much. I want to try to see if there's any way I can try to salvage this. Oh man, um, <laughs> I figured I was good uh, with an 18 to break, but here we are. Um, I would let you try a deception bluff if you have it. I, I just have, under deception, I only have disguise, so it just has to be a straight-up okay. deception. So I'll give you a straight deception. You're going to need a strong roll. Um, that roll is nope. not ludicrously strong. Um, I'll give you two angles to take. You can say, um, I didn't mean to insult you, Lord, but traveling under this name is the... Uh, is the, basically, I, I work for Connor. And bring it no further than that. Or you could try to double down and be like, well, my father doesn't actually know I was born. Um, um, those are the two angles that you could go. One could be, I'll tell half the truth. And one is I can dig deeper. I'm going to tell half the truth. Because then technically okay. I'm not lying. <laughs> yeah. And he says... I understand very much that the, our Montemere has many agents around the country with different names, different aspects. I imagine that you work for the pomegranates. Indeed. Um, I am... <laughs> I, I unfortunately can't speak too much as uh, I'm still, <clears throat> as we say, on the clock. Um, of course. Where is this book right now? Like, is it out and visible? He wrote it like on a moleskin like notepad and put it back in his pocket. Uh, is there anything to drink around us by any chance? Like any wine cups? <laughs> yeah, there's always wine cups around. Ah, perfect. Because I'm going to pick up a wine cup and I'm going to offer it to him. Conveniently located around that, that chest area of his. Um, I want to um, see if maybe I can do some kind of like... He's gonna, He's gonna oh. know. He's gonna know. Man, 
maybe try to replace it with like one of like I don't know a notepad of mine or something. I just can't I'll, be found I'll, out. I'll give you this: you could try to wait for the conversation to go away from you and try to steal the notepad. Excellent. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to bide my time and try to find the the opportune okay. moment to to take this this death so, note. <laughs> As the conversation continues, Death when note. you feel like it, I want you to roll uh, your uh, uh, thievery uh, uh, steal. But I want you to do it when you feel the conversation is off. Okay? Okay. So, um, and he looks at uh, Carrick and is like, the, the fact that I've heard that your people have brought Teresa Wycliffe to be close to Connor has shown that you're going to now tap into the power of the pomegranates. The nature of such societies has kept Montemere protected for generations, and I know it will do well for Silverage as well. Thank you. Out of character, remember who the pomegranates are, right? No. I remember the small pomegranate. Oh, they're the... Yeah, it's they're Teresa Wycliffe's eyes. Yeah, yeah, they're the fruit that keeps being found, like in windowsills or with candles next to them and stuff like that. Um, because there are many for, seeds inside the one. Think of it Teresa, that way. Teresa's group is called the Pomegranate Seeds, and um, the group for Montemir is. Um, called uh, the Red Spot. Um, I imagine your father will hopefully be here by sundown. Um, it'd be a pleasure to meet him again. I have also not seen him in probably ten years. I'm sure he's looking forward to the reunion. Yes. Um, as there is few opportunities for every house to get here, I imagine Silveridge will do their utmost to use this opportunity for expansion. Um, there is aspects that Northerton may be in play. What, is that? what does that mean? I can't tell if this is my bad memory or if this is just like... North Northerton is the White Star Domain that all you guys have been eyeing at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and that's just over the... Mm-hmm. Border. That's the word I was looking for. And so some of them earlier, do you remember? You're thinking Hedge Hill? Northerton is the is the control of the canal in the north. Oh, they're way up the north up there. Yeah, I mm -hmm. see them up here. Obviously, we would negotiate this with your father, but if for some reason White Star felt that there was a need to attempt to invade Silverridge due to acts of Silverridge, we'd be willing to brook a treaty where we would defend Silveridge, while you may liberate aspects of White Star. 
How very noble. That is a well, it's a rather bold statement to say in a fairly open court, sir. We are surrounded by not just myself, but my banners, my troops, and my allies. If if you were not here to negotiate and intrigue, I imagine that is what every meeting here that is happening. It's true. Well, I don't den- I was like, well, I don't deny that. <laughs> it is true. Um, and conveniently, White Sir is not necessarily here to refute or challenge anything that is being said. I'm not declaring it on the towers of Old Town. I am of Oldwin. I am saying I understand the gleaming eye of the Ramirez's always has taken to the sea. And it is the last piece of the crown of the East that is not held. But you would not be able to take it without defense of your own domains. And that is something that we would be an experts of. Why would you be so interested, sir, in, in assisting us? Just to put it bluntly. You currently have gained Elmurin allies. Um, and his wife kind of begins to take over the conversation. <laughs> um, your Elmurin allies are because that you are brothers in the sea. If you controlled both the canal and the river, the nature of the oceans would be completely under every aspect and control of yours, and none would be able to oppose it. Your Murren connections would be less necessary, as you would control all. Montemir needs to make a point that our aggressions towards Almurn will not be responded by Silverridge attacking our back. The current aspect that we are imagining is if we took over Hanfasted, reestablished Felixstowe entirely as Talmark domain for their support, they push into Kurnos and we take uh, Pandonia. Severing Almurin in half and giving Talmart re-access to the Montemiran domain. Well, I mean, they were talking about right, not even in, that's not even half, that's two thirds. But they're also, that's a strong implication. They're already getting Talmark troops to help them. Yeah. Can't we all get along? (laughs) The Lady Montemere is like, while there is time for the enjoyment and the pleasures of 
what can be said in our experience of fine dresses and fine teas and the aspects of desserts across the country. These are all fed and supported by the politics and intrigues of the court. Of course. I respect very much the aspect that Silveridges have done what few have ever done. They did not merely expand their domain since the Sadai era. They birthed it. And such an aspect we are respecting as Lords of the East. We merely wish to become Lords of the South. The idea of the Almuran, a compromise upon a compromise. They never fought for their domain, but they merely took it as negotiation. What? They no. never fought for the domain, but they took it as negotiation. I don't remember. <laughs> no. mm. We can adjust it. Flip. Don't oh, like, conversation in the background. When you come home, the AC goes up. Hmm. Maybe such frankness is not given by your other allies. Hmm. Frankness is always appreciated. But understanding, of course, that we merely serve as messengers to my uncle. Duke Connor. Eric is the generation that will have to live with this negotiation. If it is not something that appeals to him to control the entirety of naval power across the country, then that is that. It's an undertaking worthy of study. <laughs> we are not saying anything that many people would not accuse us of. So there is little aspect of if you tell others. Oh, but there is something to be said for us entertaining such an idea. Whether or not we do, we'll be accused of entertaining it. Now that you've put it out into the into our ears. Thalazar has designs on the water. And I'm surprised that he has held the Northern Almerian domains as long as he has. I would say if the canal was a hundred miles lower, that it would be handfasted at Felix Stone, Padonia, and Kernos would never have been in Almerian domains, only because of the dragon riders as he held them at all. And you don't think that that will stand in your way of, of your little plan, even if you recruit armies of, of the, the armies, the, the archers of Telmert? We have answers for the dragons. Montemir does not march when they think they could lose. At don't bet. <laughs> don't bet. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I wake you up, Kat? 
well, as you have much to think about, maybe we should let you spend some time on that, as it seems that I have silenced you in my bluntness. Which one's speaking? This is this no. is the 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 um, Lady Lucy. Mm. A part of it's because I'm writing copious notes. You've you've <laughs> given us much to think about uh, with regards to both short term and long term um, alliances. But your candor is much appreciated and refreshing in uh, in these times. As is your hospitality, your grace. I look, forward were... to... I look forward to spending more time with yourself and uh, the Duchess Olivia. Maybe we will talk more then about why we should keep our interests on the eastern seaboard instead of attempting to bring in the western houses. Perhaps. I would love to hear your opinions on the matter. Of course. And uh, she gives a the same kind of uh, greeting that she gave when you guys came. Mm -hmm. And uh, Charles is going to go around and shake people's hand. This is kind of your last opportunity if Clementi's going to try to steal the book. Um. Yeah, I think I'm going to decide against it. it the risk okay. isn't worth the reward. Okay. So everyone parts and lets you uh, kind of go and uh, resell to your room, but Montemir just like they're they're my This is like here twice. is what we're planning on doing. Fuck them, Elmirans. Even though they're our buddies. But I love how they're like, they're your buddies because you guys are naval friends. When you guys have the northern canal, you don't need their shit. Also like the um <clears throat> I like also like no less than five minutes ago. They told me if I went with them, they'd let me conquer this territory, Crystalwood. No, they, they said oh, oh, hand facet. Okay, hand facet. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought they were talking about Talmer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, they're gonna give you hand fasted. They're gonna give Felix Stone and Kursnos to the Talmer in exchange for the Talmer archers and possible magics, while they take Pedonia. And then push basically the border to f to flower mosh, mm -hmm. which would um, let them be in one day's march from half of the key ports of Elmer. Yeah, which would almost guarantee um, whatever arrangement they have with the they're trying to make with the emperor of uh, how's that pronounced again? Makata. 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 Yeah. But maybe there, maybe there are arrangements like you guys have with the saffrons. If shit goes down, we got a place to go. Right. <laughs> well, at that point, I wouldn't be blame the Marins for going. Maybe being a prince in there is better off than being a noble here. <laughs> yeah. No, the issue with Montemir <laughs> is always going to be they're very. You trust them. Well, it's very solid. They're, they're plans. They're not fucked up plans, but who knows? What are they going to do with it? What is it going to come out with at the end of the day? Yeah. It, did they make a deal with Pearstone to march in at the moment that you guys are in the north? Who knows? It, it would solidify the growth of Silver Ridge pretty strongly. And they're giving you the deal to basically hold off White Star. 
Carrick, it's all you where you want the country to expand. Mm-hmm. He also technically hasn't, or Caden hasn't told us where, what they told him to. We need to go right. to our little room. Yeah, Check like it we out. need to have that mm-hmm. secret Everybody's talk. Spying. Spies. Um, so you go up to the secret room. Um, as a note, um, we're not going to stop the interaction. I just want to give some data. Connor and his people are basically arriving now. It's going to take him a few hours to get up to the rooms. You guys have time. All the rest of the troops that you guys saw, the Almern and everyone else is here now. Um, now, I need Clemente to do a roll, and then you guys can continue your conversation. Can you give me a notice, Clemente? <laughs> I don't think I have notice. It, 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 the notice core is awareness. 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 Aiden? Uh, sorry, Damon? 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 Yeah. Can you mute when, when they're talking? Yeah, I, I don't know what that was. I was. Some music came on and I was trying to mute it. Okay. Um, it is it is an awareness, uh, Vinny. If you don't have notice, rolled a seven for awareness. A seven. You feel something's out of place. Can I roll a notice for that? No. He is the only one who could roll it. Um, Can I? Can I alert the rest of the party? It doesn't feel that strong. I just want you to know things are Mm. out of place. You know, like you have a tingling up your spine. Um, it I sense absolutely a presence. Yeah, it's it's different. You don't know what it is, and you look around the room. Nothing's been moved. You you're a little paranoid, and you don't see anything particularly out of place. But something feels out of place. But my spidey senses are tingling. Okay, exactly. There's a disturbance in the force. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, can we have uh, when Caden is available if he can uh, tell people what the talk with uh, Montemir was? All right, can you hear me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, what they offered is that if I came to work from them, that I basically that they would knight me and put me to work in their army in their invasion of Almern. And depending on me actually doing well, would actually put me in charge to have hand-fasted after, the, after their assured victory, as, perhaps even as a baron. And they alluded to they would uh, help me in my grudge against um, Leon Blackwood and made some discouraging remarks about me not being, um, well, not because they implied heavily that they didn't believe that I wasn't being um, appreciated enough in Silver Ridge and would. also, to uh, allege my fears, they would uh, swear an oath that they would never put me into conflict with Silver Ridge.
Well, I for one appreciate you, uh, Caden. So you're appreciated. Even if your father is, well, let's face it, your father is that way with most of us, including Garrick. It is a ridiculously craft, well-crafted uh, uh, offer that they're making you, though. It is true. It's well-crafted, but... <laughs> Um, and I know that the Duke and Duchess are are very nice and amiable, but <laughs> I I honestly I don't know if I can trust that they wouldn't ask a knight that's sworn to them to not turn against his own blood. Or at the very least, they would put you somewhere where you would be out of the way and not and not inconvenienced, but you're far enough away you can't come help if they were to turn on us. Yeah, that's more what I was thinking would be the situation. They they'll agree, they'll abide by an agreement that they make to not force you force your hand as it were, but then they'll still have aggressions and then they'll hold you to that saying, no, we said that we wouldn't put you in there and you wouldn't be able to turn around and help even if you wanted. It's the double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. Sure, you're not being put against your own blood, but you're also not going to be able to help. Also, um, I was acting up a little bit. I didn't hear what they said at the beginning about Almern. Um, well, the basic... Oh yeah, go on, you guys say it. Yeah, it's better. Um... Their essential point is that um, the Almeran are friends with... We We like the Almeran and they like us because we're both naval powers. But if we control all of the major ports in the east, mm. then they're, yeah, the part got, yeah. they're pretty much useless. So they're trying to negotiate with us because they, in their argument, um, they can help protect us on our more inland and, you know, Western flank against the whites against White Star. They would offer protection if we chose not to to raise a hand. If they just decide to go and you know conquer Almira using Talmert troops to do it, and they wouldn't be making such statements if they didn't think they could pull it off. You're muted. You're muted. Sorry. I'm better. They were rather bold in the entirety of their various presentations this evening. They were very much like, here's what we're going to do. You can hop on that train if you'd like, but otherwise we're moving forward without you. And that's, they've never been a particularly close ally or distant ally, they just have been kind of there, and now suddenly that the fact that they want to, like, sign us up 
to their, you know, mailing list. It's a little wondering what that's about. Because they're smart enough to know they can't win a two-front war. True. Also, it's interesting that they have been moving in the Cloak and Shadows for all this time, making backhanded deals wherever they go. But in this instance, they are being forthright and blunt to the point that they're having this conversation in the middle of the Great Hall. Which which makes me wonder who is listening and who are they showing off for? Yeah, I tried to address that, but then he just kind of got cocky saying, well, I'm all around surrounded by my men. And I'm like, okay, we had our guy in your area. Yeah, he doesn't know that. No, but he's got to presume that somebody does. Well, think about who's in the hall. I mean, and so that's, there's yeah, all I- Montemir's people. Who is he showing off for his banners? Um, Coven Guard. Or I mean, is it he's showing off for Coven Guard? Yeah. Um, or the Talm or the Talmerts, who might be going to war with them. Well, he didn't want Western kingdoms involved and he's already implied that he's making a deal to Talmud so he does consider them a western kingdom a western um, territory I mean that there is a lot of bluntness from Montemir to be putting out there in a very public setting well just because there's a war coming and coming guard like uh, and we were even told it wouldn't take much for Covering Guard to become a literally unstoppable force. Yeah. So they got to be concerned about that as much as anyone else. I thought it was interesting that even in this very public place where they're being very, very open about this, they're addressing Carrick. Not, hey, can you have conversations with your uncle? Your father? Oh, me. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, my uncle, <laughs> your father, <laughs> Kara's father. Can you have a- conversations with Connor? No, it is Carrick. You're the the heir apparent, the person who's going to be leading this house. You need to be making the decisions. And while I don't disagree, you know, Carrick, you thinking forward into how you may do things or how you may lead when your father is not here is definitely a good thing for you to be doing. Let's all be honest. Your father runs House Silveridge right now. It's pretty bold for them in a very public setting to say this. What was that, Carrick? I thought they were delightful. <laughs> oh, they're very delightful. I found them to be friendly and kind, and yet I'm not so naive to believe that they don't have an agenda, because everyone does. I can see why uh, Lucy Montmere has advanced as far as she has. She is... A very charming individual, and I am inclined to 
trust the things that she says, even if I think I should know better. Very I'm, charming. I'm very concerned about this, like, piecemealing of the Almeran territory, because that strikes me very much of taming the savages, and I, that doesn't sit well with me. Uh, yes, and it shouldn't sit well with you, and I'm surprised it sits well with the Talmert, other Talmerts, but they bring up a good point. They bring up a good point on, like, that was kind of a two birds in the hand kind of situation, because they, their um, banner house is making the argument that if Belkind had been able to attack and hold something, or that if anyone who's attacking can't hold it, they shouldn't be trying in the first place. And yet they want to get alliances so that they can take over Elmer the way they know they can't do it on their own, and then they're trying to disparage Elmer before holding land because they can. So that was kind of a argument Interesting that, that. both feet. Yeah, that was that was actually the part that I, I didn't hear. They were talking about the dragons and well, the yeah, the, they say they have a solution for the dragons or something to that effect. But they didn't say no, what. No, 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 no. Before then, when they were talking about like they only hold that like because of the dragons and something else that they were always something water. What he basically said was only because they're stopped at the canal do they have handfasted. If they were stopped oh, okay. lower than the canal, there's no way they would have held handfasted or um uh what's it called? Uh Felix Stone. Because just the oh it's because they're stopped at the canal with the magic. Mm. There has to that's the only reason they hold those two domains. Um Laya, you can give me an education, and if anyone else has a warfare they'd like to roll, I can kind of expand on a little bit of the military plans and background. Um, Laya gets to roll an education or a knowledge because she has studied Talmart backgrounds. Just straight warfare? <laughs> yeah, straight warfare. Two in Warcraft. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I technically only have a two in knowledge. I don't have education. All right, do you have a, a more in Warcraft? Yeah, I do. So we're all over Warcraft. Okay. Okay, that's a solid roll. Um, it was Tom. It was Eston Domain. That's why they don't see it as removing people. Oh, that would make sense. And I wondered about <laughs> that, but yeah, it's so reclaiming to... what they lost. Right. It. It obviously the entire country was Eston King Domain. True. <laughs> so. That is a key piece why the Talmart do not see it as extracting another people. It sees it as taking our own homes back. Um, how they're stopping the dragons, no one has a clue. That obviously was a very bold statement to be like, Pat, don't lie. Like, it was very much like, Pat, don't Pat bet. Pat, don't bet. Pat, don't bet. They were definitely like, we got a plan. Um, but what's interesting if their plan was absolutely solid, they might just say we conquer the entire domain. They intentionally are saying they're not going farther south than Flower Marsh. So it's four domains up for four cities up for uh, up for bid. Well, I think that's um, because they them they they don't have a navy. 
they can't hold a coastline. They couldn't mm-hmm. take all of it if they didn't have a naval pr- presence exactly. to force the hand. The other thing to note, every Almurin banner and the House of Almurin are on that bottom peninsula. Mm-hmm. By Astoria, Astorga. Yeah, they have Shelby and Farrell and Astorga as the house, as the domains. There okay. is no main true, there's no main banner in those northern domains. Because the dragon's already weaker by the time they get up there. <laughs> so. I'm interested. Um... Just a second, let me finish writing. I'm interested. Um, so they said uh, that they heard that pieces of White Star were in play. I find it interesting that they said that. Nothing as far as there has been nothing even formally said, even among us, of any bit yes, of, of White Star being formally in play. There's been conversation. What ifs? Yeah, that's been an afternoon with him and told him that they were isolated and um, mm-hmm. from the rest of the part of the country. We had a lovely lunch. <laughs> if they want to call lovely lunch... Uh, putting something into play. I think it's rather bold of them to make those those kind of assumptions. Um, I will accept a a very difficult um memory roll off of uh-huh. cunning. Um, anyone can roll cunning, but memory is the bonus. Okay. And I'm warning people. Average rolls are going to be not really great. Siobhan got a 17. That's above average. (laughs) You guys did give that implication to the Elmern. That what? That Northerton was in play. And I'm the one who remember that. Who remembers that, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, we did have some conversations with the Almerin, and perhaps assumptions were made. I find it interesting, on top of all of this, they're approaching us with this deal after we've already been having... um, uh, conversations with the Elmarin. They're the ones we've had quite a bit of conversation with the Elmarin. They're the ones who took us all the way up to Wycliffe. Carrick's openly been it's seen in the company of a lovely young lady of a noble house of the Elmarin. Yeah, and and the whole white star piece is is not a shock. We've we went and had a lovely lunch. We had conversations with the Elmerin. They obviously think something as big as that is in play. That that our uncle, or at the very least, Carrick, 
is making some plans and plots and schemes that they're I'm f- I'm thinking they're maybe either worried about or seeing how they can get involved in one or the other. I would be concerned, and this is kind of tan- this is related, but a little to the side. I don't want to say- go so far to say tangential, but if we, as Siobhan has pointed out so rightly, we've we've made so many kind of inroads with the Almeran of late and been seen with them and all that, and then to kind of turn on them and help take their land, mm-hmm. that not only does that just kind of feel crappy, but it may give the impression of crappiness throughout the kingdom mm-hmm. that we're willing to be bought for a higher, and that's, you know, a pirate's prerogative, but I, if we're going to, <laughs> yo, ho, the, yo, ho. if that's the legacy we want, but I thought we were attempting to move away from things like that. Agreed. I mean, like little sea shanty dance was pretty good there, Patrick. We may be descended from pirates, but pirates are are loyal to their own. They're less loyal to landlubbers. Landlubbers. So, um, as conversation kind of goes, um, Clemente, not a overly intrigued by the uh, stories of politics looks out the window and there is a yellow fog coming across the canal whoa not a yellow fog no no would would I know what that that yellow fog would be it is obviously a fog made by priestly connections to the old gods that's the greatest leap you could make the original mm. thing was there was magic of the old gods growing. Fuck. I need to feel this urge to run to the Eiffel Tower now. <laughs> I know! Yeah, I was gonna like, say, this like, gives me some Yellow King vibes, motherfucker! How how quickly can I get up to that, that tower from the last game? Um, you could probably do it in under 10 minutes. Are you bringing everybody? Uh, well, first, I want to let them know, like, hey, you know, the, there's this this yellow fog that's uh, seeming to creep in right now. Uh, would any of you know any, anything about it? Fog is yellow? Uh, if I n- noticed anything, Patrick, would I just notice that it's incredibly yellow? Or would I, like, if I used notice to learn more uh, looking out at it in any way? Um, yeah, I would let you uh, uh, do a notice to kind of get an intrigue of like what it kind of looks like. Um, okay. That's a lot of ones. That's a good roll, though. It's a soul 14. Yeah. Um, you definitely feel the tingle of the old gods, too. Do I know which Kate, one or all of them together? Um, because you're not a declared follower of an old god, you can't define it. Okay. Um, hmm. We didn't disable the traps from last time too. We did. Yeah, yeah, they. Yeah, you guys did. 
We did? No, we didn't. We didn't. We we made a special effort not to. Oh, I thought you made the choice to do it so you'd put the table in front of it. No. Well, we put the table in front of it because they were still set. Okay, then I need someone to roll endurance rolls to disable the traps because I doubt everyone's going to be able to win a, uh, a sneak. Okay. Who is the highest endurance? I have three. I think that's probably it. I have a three as well, but I don't have any specialties in it. Yeah, any specialties? Um, what I would let... I'll let you guys work together. And I will roll both of you as a four. Are you guys fine with that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm just going to roll four dice. Uh, a perfect oh! roll. They're actually I all six. We're awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will even say you've learned the reset button with all sixes. So you guys disable it and can turn it back on and off at your leisure. Okay. Because that, it's a perfect, perfect roll. No, that was literally perfect. They were all sixes. We were awesome. High five to us. Yeah. So you guys understand there's like a, if you lean over the first shot, there is, if you press in on the cap for the second one, it basically disables the trap for a period of time. And on the other side, if you press in on the second, it disables the trap for a period of time. Okay, so you're all in the tower. Um, from the tower, you're beginning to see a bit of panic um, among some of the different units and stuff. You're seeing definitely people putting their troops actually out and surrounding their encampments. Would there be anything here that I could use for like long-range attacks? Just because the only thing I have is a knife that I could throw, but other than that... Um, well, nah. Laya has a, has a bow, hmm. uh, and uh, Siobhan has a crossbow she can't use, but she carries it. I do. <laughs> I can let you borrow the crossbow, because Ooh. I can't use it appropriately. I... You're like, ha! They're like, you hold it this way. <laughs> I think I have a three in... Yeah. I will let you borrow the crossbow. Yes. I, so, I will gladly borrow it. The fog becomes thicker and thicker. Uh, gradually, you're losing the view of the other parts of the convocation grounds. And in about an hour, you can't even see the ground from the tower. We will not be able to, or we already can't? Because, like, within that hour, could we have moved? You can move in the hour. I'm just saying it's blowing in pretty intensely. So you guys can choose to do something before you guys don't have vision. You guys could try to, in that hour, you could run back to the Silverage troops now that you're, that Connor's back. You could uh, stay held up in the castle. Um, you do have an hour of choice. Excuse me. Yeah, I mm. I like to get Connor's input because I don't want to direct his troops around. But at the same time, I don't necessarily think that me shooting a bow and arrow towards an elder god is going to do much shit. <laughs> okay. 
So does Carrick, uh, are you for the ditch the castle and run to dad? He said he was going to BRBR back. Okay. But he has not come back yet. Okay. Does anyone disagree with the idea of going? If no one disagrees, I'll say we'll, we'll start heading out. Aiden, as as the other son of Connor, what's your opinion? Yeah. I see no reason to not go. I have no problem with this plan. Okay. Siobhan's um, going to go with what her cousins say. Okay. Uh, Clemente, I imagine you're going to have your, your daggers out and prepped in case something jumps out of the, the fog. Oh, absolutely. Um. Can everyone give me notice rolls um, or alertness if you don't have notice? It's my notice rolls of late have just been fucking bullshit. Would that just be awareness? Yeah, it's awareness. Okay. Um, That's actually a very solid role for you. Um, So the Niners... Um, are hearing things in the fog. Um, it doesn't necessarily sound monstrous. It sounds like people in panic. Um, now, the 15-16ers, um, there are... The troops are, are, are getting morale shook because the one thing you're always used to is you see your people. And basically, how do you hold the line when you're only seeing two guys next to you and the third guy is already beginning to get faded out? Mm-hmm. Um, and it is becoming a big issue as you guys are running past. Um, also, the 15-16ers, you guys see uh, Zarazovich's also taking the bridge across as they are being escorted by House Polanski troops. That makes me nervous. Because I'm like, yeah, like I'd like to stay and fight, but I don't think that's going to do anything. And if the Zarazoviches are, Zarazoviches are leaving, and they're pretty knowledgeable about the creepy, yeah. that makes me concerned. And they're, but, like, if you're going to go anywhere, what do you think would be the safest place in the middle of the Coven Guard army? Wait, are you, where would be the safest place in the middle of the car? Where would the Coven Guard army be the safest I mean, place? Right, yeah, the, the Coven Guard army would be the safest place. So that's why the Zarzoviches are going right there with the Polanski. Okay, yeah. I just didn't know where the comma yeah. landed in your sentence, and I was confused. Yeah. Um, you guys have now made it into the main area. Um, you, You're muted, you, Daniel. Um, you are seeing that in the main courtyard. You're seeing uh, dragon riders returning to the Almeran area as they're riding through. Um, the dragons also are looking spooked. Um, and you guys then make it to Silveridge Domain. And as you guys are coming like out of the fog, you already see like Silveridge like raiders like with spears as you're coming out of the fog until they recognize who you are, and then they they let you pass. Um, okay. how's dearth is taking the front of it and having the dogs confirm who is friend and foe before they come in and out of the fog. 
So people aren't having a hard time breathing with it or anything creepy, scary like that, no. are they? It's just the color is yellow. The color is yellow, and we're talking pea soup San Francisco fog. Right. That, the, yeah. I'm picking up on that. I just want to make sure that the people that the nines heard that were struggling aren't the people mm-hmm. around us slowly suffocating. No, it is absolutely a morale. Like, people are not used to this kind of a fight. Um, it would okay. be almost like if the sun instantly eclipsed in the middle of a battlefield. Okay. Is this um, the is this the saffrons? I would if you had some rings, you could probably answer that question. Siobhan's just <laughs> asking, but she, Oh, you're just asking. Is this the saffrons? Is this some saffrons? Siobhan's just asking that. Well, okay. it it has the feel of the elder gods, but I don't know who or what. Mm-hmm. So I mean um, Possibly it's their signature color. I mean, from, yeah. From the shade, uh, uh, Lila is being pulled away. Uh, Clemente, oh, um, can you notice that she's being pulled away? Are you going to respond? Um, absolutely. I'm going to try to reach a handout. Okay. You said it was Lila? Yeah. I would, being, like, yeah. I would like to, to reach a hand out too. Yeah. Okay. So Whoa. um I'll let you just do a fighting um roll because you're trying to grab her. And you grab 16. her. Sixteen. You grab her. Um because she's helping. Um and you hear Rory's voice. Get here, girl. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Ooh. Rory. It's her it's father. It's my dad. It's her father. Not dad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I will let go of. of Can we see Rory? You Basically, you've now pushed the fog from the grab, and he's now where the fog was empty. He saw her and was like taking her hand. And everyone's okay. like, what the fuck? Because I was just making sure that I can see right. not the, the mist playing a trick on us. Fog right. monster. Fog uh, monster. Exactly, fog monster. I <laughs> I will make some effusive apology and I'll hug my dad. I'm like, oh my god, dad. He gives you a quick hug and he's like, we're 20 feet from uh, Connor's tent. Come with me. And uh, as you guys are going, you begin to hear the snort of kind of horses. Mm -hmm. And as you break through the fog, you see Connor's tent is surrounded by henge knights. Um, The Silverage methodology in, in dealing with this is we have a lot of animal aid. And the animals can sense better than we can without seeing. Yeah. Um, and he pulls you guys into Connor's tent and, uh, Connor goes over and, and, uh, uh, like looks at Carrick and is like, are you, are you fine? I, I think I'm fine. Um, 
And then after you say he's fine, he like looks over at Caden and gives you like a nod or like, do I have to check on you? No. No, it's fine. Everyone's fine. I was like, are my boys okay? Good. <laughs> Fuck the rest of them. Fuck everyone else. We imagine this is Saffron Magics, but we have no way to stop or work against it. Um, they knew we'd all be here. I um, looked at my father first, and then, like, as a kind of a, is it okay if I speak? If he gives me the okay, I will speak. Yeah, he gives you a nod. He's like, not gonna hold you. Um, it feels of the old magics. So, I don't, I don't know what to do of, of that. Um, Durth had its own wizardry to fight the Saffrons, the witches, but I don't know if they're here. But it would be something that they were familiar with, and we may ask them about it. I felt Durth should hold the perimeter of the entire aspect, as I don't want our non-combatants to be hurt. Fair enough. Um, I could pull them closer to us, but I don't want any member of the Domain of Silver Ridge to be ambushed. We might still want to pull one and ask them if there's a way that we, what we should be expecting. Just the one. I was even going to suggest the same thing, Uncle, is perhaps there's one who can give us some insight into this. He gives a look at Rory, and Rory, like, nods. He gives you, like, a pat, like, you'll be okay, Lion. Rory goes back out. Don't like that, but okay. Who else can you trust? Kind of odd. We'll squeeze your arm, Lila. Your dad will be okay. My dad. Um, the stone in your pocket, Laya, begins to get warm. I think that's because he's getting close to me? Or is it because it's also made of old magic? Like, can I tell the difference if General Haas is near me or not? I can't tell. You can't tell. His people, though, would, are Mm -hmm. quite a there, if you look at the convocation grounds, he's in House Goika, which is way over, he- like here, like okay, <sighs> versus Silveridge being over here, over here, yeah. So that's not close. Okay, that's concerning. Then, I mean, it's vaguely concerning. It could be just sympathetic magics. It could mean he's near, and uh, it could mean that Emma Lamaris is near. I'm just going to pat my pocket. Chill out, Stone. Um, there is a large crasher explosion you guys hear in the distance that could be upwards of a mile away. Is it like the crash of stone, the crash of wood, the crash of a meteor falling? Stone. Stone, okay. 
like the castle itself is under attack. Ow, sorry. Uh, you wanted to try a warfare? I will try a warfare. If you could set up, um, <laughs> wow, Caden. Yeah, it is likely uh, um, trebuchets that were pre-set up before the fog drop. Whoa. To hit the castle. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay, wow. All right. Um... I admit I'm at a loss because I I'm used to in, intimate combat of one on one, and this is large scale siege weaponry. So, um, I don't know if Carrick or or Seamus <laughs> Clemente have anything to to input because I feel a little lost. Like I said, mm. I, I'm much used to a, chasing the attacker, not chasing the trebuchet. Could I try to, I guess, mold into the shadows and make my way to those controlling the trebuchet and, and take them down? So like a it, stealth assassin? It, it's on the other side of the river. Eek. We're not even very sure what's going on yet, so it's much. We don't have any information. Can I roll tactics to see if I can, like, figure out what, like, precisely what's going on? Like, who might be, who might be? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You'd have to break a thirteen, just as a heads up, um, because he got that data on a thirteen. Nope. Um. Rory comes back and he's holding a um, an Eston arrow in his hand. I'm sorry, what um, were you making tactics rolls for? Uh, to determine how the attack is um, coming on the city. You already got your roll. Oh, okay. So, um, the trebuchet. Oh, so I should have rolled That's tactics, not straight warfare for that? It's fine. Okay, you, you still had the highest, yeah. Yeah, you still you still got it. Um, Rory comes in and says, um, I've spoken to the mystics of House Dearth, and they believe they have a way to clear the fog out of our encampment, but they're afraid if they use that magic, they will be out of whatever mystical energies they may need if dark wizards come upon us. But I have something else after you make a decision, Lord. And he hands the arrow to Laya. And there is a note on it. Okay. I will read the note quickly and surreptitiously. The note is in Eston. And it says, by the blessing of the old gods, we will strike on Paz now. Are you in? I turn to my father and I say, I have to go. This would be for mother. I think you should take some of your friends. We shan't let you go unescorted. 
Connor's like, what the fuck? And Rory goes to him and is like, no, this needs to be done. I'm looking over at Connor like, is is Rory going to talk him down from this? Rory is so, basically telling Connor they're they're allowed to go. You're not you're not stopping this. And Connor's whoa. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I should take the whole party then. I didn't know if I should split the party or not because I was like, if, I don't know how to choose. If you're gonna split, I could see leaving Carrick so he's not killed by a random shot. But you definitely well, should be implicated. Digging. Right. You definitely should be taking at least Caden Clemente. And you could leave right. Siobhan and Carrick here if you want to leave the non-combatants here and safe. Um, it is assassination. Carrick yeah. should probably not be involved in assassination. But yeah, Rory's like, if you I... want him with you, you can take him with you. No, I, if I had to make a, a choice, I was going to take Caden and Clemente with me and then just... I, but I won't... I'll do it by omission in that I will look to Clemente and I will look at Caden and I will not look at Siobhan and I will not look at Carrick and I will leave. Okay. And if they follow me, they follow me. Right. Carrick and Siobhan, are you going to attempt to follow her? No, because I have a, f- I have a feeling what's up and it's probably best that at least Connor's two most marriageable prospects stay the heck out of this. <laughs> Very not true. that my heart isn't with Lila. My heart's no. totally with Lila. But I'm like, Connor has two two cards he can use to marry off. And they can't be tainted with we just went and murked a guy. We just did a murder. Murder box. So. Um, so as you guys are walking, you guys are hearing the drums of How's dearth protecting the, the the barrier? Okay. And um, as you kind of are like going past it, they're like, "Well, we don't think you should go." Um, Would like to and... sneak past it if possible. Okay. Everyone want to roll a sneak? I'm cool with that. Is Do that? Do we know if this will go well? <laughs> What'd you say, Kate? Well. Um, Damien? Said who's going again? You, Clemente, and Laya. Is my armor? That's what I thought. Yeah, sneak. Yeah, everyone, everyone, and then we just need a. a What's sneak under? Uh, Sneak stealth. Stealth. Is under Uh, stealth. Yeah. Is my armor nearby? Uh, Yes, you can put your armor on. I would like to put my armor on. Okay, all of you guys kind of sneak past. Like, uh, Caden is obviously like a chink chink, but he like makes a point to take steps with the beat of the drummers. So they don't hear him as heavily. Um, and you guys are walking in uh, the shadows of the fog. And um, there is... Uh, like you feel the stone pulling in a direction now. Okay. I will... Again, I'm kind of being quiet. And I'm going to just lead by making like hand gestures kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to speak... I'm trying to mitigate our. I don't want anyone to hear us. I don't want anyone to see us. I want people to think that we stayed back inside the camp. You know, just like they don't have any reason to suspect that we might be out here. <laughs> so I'm trying to be as quiet and and some, some 
subversive? No. Whatever. Sneaky sneak. Sneaky sneak. Um, you guys walk um, a bit and you begin to hear some of the flowing fluid, the flowing uh, water of the fountains. And mm-hmm. um, as the rock is pulling you to the fountains, you see a, um, a group of uh, House Thaloran, um soldiers surrounding the fountain. They are all unarmored and um, are wearing uh, uh, cloth wrapping across their bodies. Man, I should really decide what house my mother was part of. I don't know if I if she you decided that. Yeah, well, she was a, basically a distant Talmer. No, no, no. I know a distant Talmer, but like, what is Thaloran? You mean? So Talmer were the House of Wood. Oh, okay. Yes. I just was trying to get yeah. everything together. Okay. Thalorn were the cannot, house of water. Yeah. I cannot join and participate necessarily. I could, but it's I'm not of water. I am of wood. Right. Um, as you come up, they take out the rock and they have a, an identical rock to yours. And mm-hmm. as the, they vibrate in a pulse together. Mm-hmm. And um he walks over to you and he uh um, bites a open his thumb and he puts a mark of blood on your forehead. Okay. And he goes to do the same to Clemente and Caden if they allow. I will. Yeah. I'll hold up my hand real quick and turn to my com- companions and be like, you don't have to, if you don't want to, but we are going to murder a man tonight. Well, if you want him dead. He took something from my mother that was very important. I mean, uh, go for it. That's that's why I'm here. That is my mission. To unalive people. <laughs> my mission I is will... to unalive people. <laughs> I will I will take a step back then and let let, let goes if they'll allow it then they'll allow it, but yeah. Okay, so they're, they first put the mark of blood on Clemente, and then they put the mark of blood on Caden's forehead. Um, y- the, as you feel it, it feels that there is a coldness emanating from the mark, as it's almost like um, you're having a bit of a like icy brain freeze. Okay. Um. As the mark has essentially like integrated itself into you, you see the troops begin to jump into the fountain and they they go through it. Like as they hit the water, they don't stop. It just keeps going. As if there was no water? As if there was no water. Is the implication we follow them or is the implication <laughs> that I go find the general and then they'll pop out of the water? They are... The guy, one stays behind, the two go ahead, three are with you, and they're kind of like, we'll even hold your hand if you want the guiding, but you can just okay. jump in the water. I'll just jump they're, in the water then. Yeah, they're yeah, definitely going to Okay. Follow suit. Okay, as you jump or in brave. the water, you feel almost that like it is, imagine a water slide, but you're going through actual, like, the river. You're like sliding through 
the water in a tunnel of air through the river. And it be you're easily moving for 10, 20 minutes. It's it's some distance. And um it begins to curve up and you feel the momentum slow and it goes to a crawl as you're essentially kissed onto the land at another location. Can I recognize this location? You've never been, you've not been here, but it still has the same grass similar to the courtyards you've been in. Okay, so we didn't go to like another Providence or anything like that. Right. In no. fact, we probably We're... went up here. Or right next to Goika. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's where I was, yeah. <laughs> I just remembered it was yellow and blue. These are yellow and blue. Yeah. Um and they uh start pulling out and stringing their bows from all their um, wrappings and their clothing. Um, I probably did that. Well, I don't know. I don't think I did that because I didn't understand that. So is my bow and arrow wet? It's not going to hurt it from being wet. It's just... Okay. It, they obviously have a tactical methodology they use. Sure. I will string... Uh, or I will uh, notch an arrow and point it down. I'm ready. Do I um, still have the crossbow from before? Uh, I would say a crossbow may have been damaged. Can you just give me a um, a fighting roll um, to make sure a marksmanship roll to make sure that it wasn't damaged? Yeah, you're fine. That would be annoying. Okay, like like the string was pulled and you just reattach it. Um, they uh, kind of look at Caden like, do you have any ranged weapons? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're like <laughs> pointing like distance, distance, and you're like, not me. <laughs> um, so, uh, she said so. Uh, she said someone needed to die. I didn't ask any questions after that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they start walking uh, uh, through the fog in a certain direction. You can tell every like 10 or 20 steps, they take the stone out and they like feel where the stone should go. And can I do the fog. same with my stone. Is it the same yeah. thing? Okay. Then I will yeah. do that as well. What are you talking um, in the, in the, now everyone can give me a, uh, a, a notice uh, awareness kind of roll. Me too, or am I totally out of this? Everyone who's there. You were, yeah, you stayed in back in the tent. Like yeah. I said, I purposely kept kept you out for implications' sake. Uh, Laya and Caden see uh, two guards in front of a tent. Um, they are both wearing um, uh, breastplates and have pole arms. Um you can alert the others without making a noise of what, what you saw. All right. I'm like two breastplate full arm. Um, the question is, do you want to have Clemente sneak over there and take them? Or do you want to try to get them at range? I trust Clemente has the stealth slash wherewithal to be able to just be cool guy about it. 
Because then what it does let you do, if Clemente has a problem, you're then at the cover. If anyone comes, you pack up the guy, the guy who... Yeah. Okay. I yeah, that's what I was going to suggest. If I fail, you could always just shoot him from range. But you're not, because you're awesome. <laughs> that is right. Clemente, <laughs> can you give me a sneak roll to get behind them? You're going to be a sneaky snake. Snake, snake. Wow. Um, I am the shadows. You're in that guy's <laughs> back pocket. Um, <laughs> Surprise! Um, for cancer right now. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I With that level of sneak, uh, if you kill the guy, um, you will not be hurt. Um, so I will let you do uh, your short blades um, attack. Um, the guy has no defense and essentially no armor as you're shoving it through his throat. Um, My god, so many dice! So many sixes and fives! Yeah, no, Jesus so you, fucking you, Christ! You yes. shove it directly through the back of his throat and um, he like gives like a half of a sputter before you just kind of edge him down and the other guy is like it's not a time to tie your shoes Fred and <laughs> uh, uh, he's walking towards <laughs> that guy um, and you get a strike on him because he the 22 they, they, they can't see you unless you fail a roll you want to attack the next guy oh hell yeah there's <laughs> um, short blades again right yeah all right Yeah, twenty still enough yeah. to take him. You, I just want to uh, say, like, yeah. pretty much just um, shove that short blade uh, through any unarmored. You, you said that they're not wearing anything, right? No, these guys are wearing breastplates. Um, breastplates, yes, yes. Definitely need to get the throat to make sure there's not a screen. Okay. Anyway, get underneath yeah. the Adam's apple so air can't get up in there to make noise. Oh, I only Perfect. play a. Cruel badass on TV. It's all giving me the squeakies. <laughs> um, so you have those guards. Um, are you going to try to sneak in the tent, or are you going to have everyone gather up? Oh no! Did my phone? Nope. Sorry, I think I lagged out for a second. No worries. Uh, um. Who were you asking the question of, Patrick? You so Clemente is at, is at the gate, basically at the tent. Uh, or is he going to sneak into the tent, or is he going to bring everyone up to now the cover he has made of killing these guards? I would. Can I, can would I all... notice anything first? Sure. Um, yeah. You could. You could try your uh, um, awareness awareness roll. Yeah. Um, I, I I know your awareness is is not so hot. And you're like, I kill people. I don't find where they are. <laughs> Let's try it. Because um, I don't want them to move up if there might be more possible danger lurking. So let's try an awareness roll. It seems There's good a... to you. Do I notice anything while watching? And I have my night vision. I don't know if that counts during fog vision. Um, you do not see heat <laughs> sensors of individuals. Um, okay. 
So it does look like he has killed the guards. You do see the guard. You all see the guards fall. How large is the tent? Like, how many people could theoretically be in there? Oh, we're talking like big, big SCA pavilion. We're talking uh, easily 20, 30 people. Hmm. I say we just surround it and then shoot through the canvas. Or I can throw the rock in there and, like, that's going to summon the guys inside. What are you doing, cat? Licking my leg? Um, you could try to walk around the tent listening for things. Okay. If you don't, do you want, if do you don't want to try... To, yeah. So, what... How about this? Caden will watch the door to make sure no one comes out because he's the slowest, strongest. Um, the Clemente will go with you to cover your back. And the um, House Thaloran troops are going to spread a little to make sure any uh, traveling protection gets taken out before they can set an alarm. Okay. And House Thaloran is definitely like, this is like, you're getting the kill kind of vibe. Yeah, I presumed as much, because since I just made it all about my mother. <laughs> so, um, in, do you want in, me to... Right? Am I still sneaking? That's... Yes. Like... Your sneak roll is still solid right now. Cool. Until someone has a chance to hear you, I'm not going to ask for a new roll. Do you want me uh, to roll a sneak roll? No, you're, you're good right now. Okay. Can you give me your, though, super awareness to be listening? Sure. Maybe. Um, you hear that there's a conversation between three men. Do I hear any other movement? Like servants type thing? It doesn't sound that way. Yeah, then I say we just roll in and just shoot indiscriminately into there. You could have Clemente cut the the pavilion and you shoot through the hole. Okay. I mean, yeah. Um, also, even to the point, Clemente could try to do a thievery to make a cut so quiet no one could hear, and then you could try to peek through the hole. To get information before you act. Um, I'm cool with trying that. If, any objections to the thievery? Sure. No, go ahead. Yeah, please. Okay. Just so straight thievery? I, I, I'll let you roll sleight of hand. Beep. Yeah. Nice. You, you cut a hole about the size of a fist, but it it is like moving in the wind, so she essentially can look through. Can you give me another notice to see if you can see through that hole? And that's where sure. the people happen to be. You want me to roll the awareness? Yeah. Is that no, 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 her. She got it. Um, you see Paz and um, two guards um, that are um, Bellringer Crusaders with him. Oh, really? That's kind of sweet there then. Um, 
the on the 16 the conversation is basically that um they are going to prep a ritual with uh, Guadalupe to break the fog. I think we should set the tent on fire and try to keep them inside so it looks vague. I don't want to use Esten arrows either. So it's like, I don't want people to be like, well, why was there an Esten arrow in this guy's face? So if we set it on fire, and then if Kaden could just, like, take out anyone who tries to, as they try to run out, kind of Game of Thrones it with the Khaleesi setting everyone on fire. Okay. Um, how about Carrick, uh, sorry, Kaden sets the fire and then moves back to the front. So, um, Kaden, can you give um, me a survival roll? He sets the fire, um, and it's it's beginning to get started. Um, do you want to find a um, one of the Belkine arrows of the dead to be able to shoot with the Belkine arrows? Yes, that is a m- way better. I like that that poetry of that. Okay, can um, you give me a um, pure marksmanship roll to find the appropriate arrows? You you find um, six of the Belkine arrows off the dead to use those instead of the Esten arrows that you're used to. Okay. Uh, um, they have not noticed the fire yet. Okay. I um, I think we would just wait then, and then hopefully it consumes them, or they run out and we kill them and knock them back in, and they catch on fire. Okay. So you're not going to shoot on a surprise. You're going to just try to get them at the door. Okay, I tried that, and it seemed like you didn't want me to do that. Because otherwise, I was just really going to roll in and be like, surprise, motherfucker, and shoot him. Oh, I was fine with that. Just, I didn't want you shooting through the tent versus a hole of the tent. You could shoot through the hole of the tent. But, like, shooting through the tent may actually stop the arrow. Okay. Okay, I see what you were getting at. Okay, I still think the fire covering us is the best way to go about it. Because okay. that could be blamed on the fog or something like that. Um, you could still roll in and try to get them on the surprise. But I'll roll in and uh, say I would roll. I would roll in and say something cool, like you know, Celine sends its regards or something. Okay, so let me confirm this. You're having Clemente make a hole big enough for you to enter now. Correct. Okay. So you're going to have him slice it open as it flaps up. You're going to go in, say your catchphrase, and shoot. Correct. Okay. Um, can you give me um, your marksmanship bows as you shoot your arrow at pause? Okay. You, uh, the arrow lands in his uh, cheek. Nice. Um, and I need initiative for you and uh, Clemente uh, versus his three troops. Um, we are. Let me see if I have any map that would work for this. Um, 
combat maps. I don't remember how to roll initiative. They've made a whole new set, so we don't need to worry about it. Awesome. Okay. Uh, there's going to be a new section called Jousting Field. We're just going to be moving to Jousting Field. Okay. And we're going to say that the, the, the darkness of the Jousting Field was the pavilion. And I am going to start putting characters. So we have Caden here at the door. We have Laya here on the side with Clemente. And then we have um, a few knights up here. We have one knight of quality. We have one hedge. And then we have our Belkine guy who's the target. Belkine Goya. Pause Rodrigo. Great. And pause needs. Duh. Oh. Okay, so now I'm going to highlight everyone. On the second tab is a section called Combat Encounters. Um, I'm starting that first encounter. I'm going to highlight, and we are going to... Second uh, tab where? On our character sheet? No, on the so the top tab is the bubbles, and the second is two cross swords. Oh, I'm sorry, right. wrong. Yeah, on the little area over here. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's right. I do remember that this new version. <laughs> I just say. Why ass. is she ass? <laughs> the ass master. <laughs> assassin. <laughs> I think it's for assassin. <laughs> ass My entire screen was covered in dice. <laughs> dice. The whole thing. Oh my god. So I've rolled everyone's initiative. Um, the two anointed knights. Um, anointed knight number one. Um, he, uh, he's the first one who actually gets a strike. Um, after you got your arrow in. That was the very first part of the combat. Mm -hmm. um, he is going to uh, charge at you. And he is going to attack. Okay. Um, and let me. Uh, I need to see the character sheet. So he is going to combat. And uh, he does make a strong hit. Um, you are. Um, let me pull up your sheet just so we can get all that going via combat intrigue. You have um nine health normally. Um, you if you don't want to burn destiny, you're gonna need to take a wound, which will take you can't even dodge it. It there is. 
your dodge would have to be instead of attacking. Do you want to not attack next turn? Um, okay, I will take the wound, I guess, then. Okay. So I don't want to burn a destiny yet. I'm not right, opposed to it. I'm just not yet. So taking the... Um, actually, wait one second. Your armor is two. You got mm -hmm. 11. That'd be six plus... Oh, and then the damage... No, you don't actually have it yet. The armor's enough to tip off the wound. You're still just taking damage. You've taken um, four damage of the six. Okay. So you actually can take one more hit. Um, but he's standing there like, fuck off. Okay. Um, Be gone. The, sec the second person who's um, able to attack is um, the knight who sees the fire. Um, he is going to run back to Paz. So it's going to take him a bit to get there. Now we're at Laia. You can shoot your next arrow if you like. And I'm shooting it at Paz R Rodrigo, not at the guy in front of me. I want that guy dead. Okay. Um, give me... Um, so you're going to go to your combat. You're going to click the test on your bow double curved. Mm-hmm. And... I needed that you to got, be better. No, it's not terrible at all. Um, because that's actually no, I want to see a big 20 so it explodes his heart mm -hmm. and he knows the pain that I felt. Okay. Um, let me that would be um you shoot the arrow uh as he sees the arrow come, he turns a bit to the side. The arrow goes through his arm and pins it into his lung. Nice. Um, he is not doing well. Um, <laughs> uh, we are uh, the next person up for the fight is Pause himself. Um, Pause is going to. Um, Oz is going to bust through the side of the tent far away. Um, he's like, I'm being ambushed and I'm old. Um, mm -hmm. So he is going to just basically try to rip through it as he goes. Um, and let's see if he succeeds. Um, yeah, he pulls it up and he dives under it for his turn. Um, we are um, now on Caden. Caden, are you going to enter the firing pavilion and start charging these guys? Or are you going to wait for them to come to you? Um... Would I seen him run out? Was that too far away? Um, I would say that you you saw him run out. Yeah. Are you gonna try uh, to run and track him? Um. Yeah. Okay. Can you give me a um um athletics um role? Um, if you have running, you can add it. If you don't, don't worry. All right. 
Okay, it's still solid. You, you're, you're doing double turn, you run that far. Okay. Um, we are now on um, the next anointed knight, who he is going to um, stand where um, Paws went through the tent to basically guard anyone who's going to try to follow Paws. And he is taking a full turn to brace himself with his shield. And now we're on Clemente. Clemente, what are you going to do? There's the, there's the guy who just hit Laya right in front of you. Yeah, I think I'm going to go for the closest target. That just makes the most sense with uh, Laya in danger. Okay. Um, I am. We are going to have to split a little of the attack because he is in armor. Um, and there is no surprise. So let me pull up your stuff. Um, on your combat intrigue, um, your stiletto is going to cause way more damage because it has auto armor piercing. Um, so you might just want to strike with the stiletto and see how that goes instead of try to at all do the offhand dagger. Did that work? Yeah, 21, that'd be 12, that'd be two degrees of success, that'd be three degrees. Let me confirm the degrees of success here because this um, a mechanic, degrees of success, you got, oof. Um, are you trying to instantly kill him or make him no longer a problem? Hmm. <clears throat> um, what would making him no longer a problem entail? Completely, like, I could, I can see you slicing away his tendons, um, of uh, like basically slice away his Achilles. He can't come after you guys anymore. Like, what's the draw um, of killing him? The thing is, on the kill, um, you may not have enough damage. You definitely have enough damage to paralyze him. You may not have enough damage to finish him. All right, so then taking him out of combat by paralyzing him sounds like the best decision for right now. There's multiple enemies. Okay. Um, and, yeah, so you basically punch through. Uh, you, you deflect his, uh, his lance with the, the stiletto. You spin behind him, and then you punch the stiletto through the back of his heel, embedding it into the floor and pulling it out as he's on the floor screaming in pain. Um, mm. And we are now on... Um, I'll just put him as a marked down. We uh, Actually, no, that was this guy. He is marked down. And um, we are back now on the other anointed knight who now has seen Caden run out. Um, right. He is going to take his turn to slice through the tent and he is starting to call for aid. Um, what is that again? That is... That this. one right there? Okay. Yeah. And now we are back on Laya. I would like to try to shoot that guy specifically through the throat. And I appreciate that that might either require a high thing or a penalty. But and I want him to stop talking. Okay. That guy, yes. Um, okay. Give me uh, your 
your arrow shot roll. You were um, a five. I will say, if, as you're not attempting to cause pure damage, you're attempting to cause an effect. You mm -hmm. uh, definitely succeed at a double, uh, a double six to basically. Uh, you slice it across his uh, his back, and he like stops, and he's like shooken while he looks at you. Okay. Um, and you're standing again, by the way. Uh, yes. Okay. Just as a note, because you were pushed down by the first hit, you shot your bow from the bottom, and then you took your spiner action. Got it. And now I'm standing. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, we are now um, on um, pause. Um, pause is going to be running here, which is going to make him run into the Salorn guards. So I need to roll for the Salorns. Um, I'm going to go grab more water. I'll be right back. Okay, yeah. That's not so good for him. Okay. Um, we are now uh, um, at Caden. Caden, um, there is fog. Um, you are seeing that one guy, this guy here, cut through mm -hmm. the, the tent. Are you going to double run and, and charge him? Yes. Okay. Can you give me um, first an athletics roll? Make sure that you get that. And then if you succeed in your athletics roll, yeah, you got that. And now you can give me um, your fighting roll. Mm -hmm. um, and remember, your fighting roll is the weapon roll on page on the combat and intrigue. So hit him with your long mm -hmm. sword, your 46 1B. Yeah. Um, he basically comes out of the tent. You charge at him. You knock him to the ground with your larger, stronger sword. You uh, shove the sword uh, into his chest, and he ain't doing shit. Because you get, you're basically hitting six more than than his his breastplate. Yeah, he's gonna go down. So you've killed that guy. Um, and which one was he? Just so I can confirm, he's a uh, dead. Okay, we are now on Anointed Knight. This one. Um, he still feels he's guarding Pause. Um, he though is going to move up and try to attack. Um, Clemente. Um, I'm going to be rolling Caden's attack for this. Um, 13. Um, where is Clemente's um, combat? So he, 13 minus 8. He's going to cause damage, but he's not going to kill you. You're going to take 2 damage of your 6. So you have 4 left. Um, basically, as the sword was coming down, you would have knocked away a part of it with your stiletto, but it's still bruised into your arm. And we are back on Laya. She like, said, oh, back. No, I'm back. I okay. would like to 
acrobat past these dudes so that my next move is to chase Paz. Rodrigo, okay. where he is. Okay, give me your acrobat roll. Yeah, so um, everyone there sees her kind of uh, do a uh, somersault flip over the guy who's attacking Clemente, and she's at the hole that um, Paz went through. Um, looking through the hole, you see that he is um, currently being held by the Thaloran guards that did the perimeter. All right. Um, and also from that angle, because um, you're kind of here, you see Caden killed one of the Belkine Crusaders to, to your left. My left right over here. Okay. Yeah. Thumbs up. Um, so Caden, um, are you going to re are you going to go through the tear in the net to kill the last knight that's in there? Yeah, Cause I can see that. I can see that the, you can they see have him. Part. She's coming through and Clemente's outnumbered what three to one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So you're, you come at him from behind. Um, mm -hmm. Can you give me uh, your sword attack? Um, you have a, a bigger bonus because he's not expecting an attack from behind right now as he's running. Okay. Um, that's dead. You killed him. Damn. Team Killbox is awesome. <laughs> um, Team Killbox. <laughs> Let me just put you in a tent. Kill tent. <laughs> Okay. Um, now we are on um, uh, Clemente again. Do you want to kill the guy who came to strike at you? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, I'll let you roll both. Um, roll Stiletto and Dagger offhand. Give me a second. <laughs> You um, put your your first um, dagger as his like armor was open. You basically shove it through like where his elbow is, and as he moves his arm down, it basically slices open that arm, and then you use the other dagger to slice through his neck, slice through his neck as he falls down dead. Um. The Thaloran guards are bringing you the bleeding but not dead pause as combat's over. Combat's over, you said? Everyone's dead but pause. Y'all murdered them. Y'all. Y'all just straight up murked them. We. They were bad guys. Oh, I know that scene. Oh my gosh. Sorry, hold on. Hmm. Well, it looks like our job here is done. We unalived him, just like we said we would. So, pause is kind of like being brought up to you. And yeah, sorry. And he's Does still he... like conscious and speaking. Does um, he say anything uh, relevant? Yeah, he's like. The success of your youth has nothing to do with the generations I have conquered. 
And I'll say, no, my face is my mother's. And know that it's the one that's killing you. And I'm going to stab him. Okay. As you uh, take um, your arrow and you shove it into his lung, he's like... Sure, it didn't grow good. He's like, <laughs> the Talmard are failed people once the shadow rose. The bell ringer has made sure your people's destiny is over. You think. And uh, you guys are starting to hear the horns of people are hearing the fire and things are things are starting up. I would look to the Thaloran and be like, we should throw him in the fire. The Thaloran kind of push him in the tent, but they're like, we can't pull him back all the way to the fire right now. Like, we don't got a ton of time. Sure. But I'm just saying that, like, we don't need to take him with us or anything like that, do you? Oh, no, no, not at all. They just wanted to bring him to you. Okay. Um, but they're basically, they say, Neston, get your people. We have maybe 45 seconds. Okay. Then uh, we should go away. Run! Okay, are you going to call to your people? Because they're not yeah. close. I'm going to run to them specifically and do the, like, warrior and arm, arm brace and be like, let's go. Okay, so you first run to Clemente. You grab Clemente, and yep. then you guys go and you guys grab Caden as you're in the tent as it's burning down around you as you run out the front of it. Um, as you run out the front, um, the Thaloran are are there. Um, you notice there's one less Thaloran. Oh. Um, and the Thaloran that are there take you um, to the water tunnel. And um, they, uh, as you guys are in the water tunnel, as it's sliding you back and you have a moment of calm, um, you begin to notice the water tunnel is shrinking. Oh, no. And um, it's getting, it goes from being, I would say, a four, a four foot diameter to a three foot diameter, to like a manhole, to it then collapses and you are floating to the surface and you float to the surface as you also are seeing the fog break, as you are hearing the thunderous ringing of uh, the Belkind magics pushing back. Yeah, the, they're going to uh, be pushing back against all old magic and so our thing got yeah. fucked up too. Yeah. And uh, the Thaloran, um give a, a nod to all of your people and they are running back to the Eston camp. Um, we should try to sneak back to Silver Ridge before the fog entirely lifts. Sneak and then we were here the whole time. Can you all give me a sneak roll? I can give you a stealth roll. That's like the same thing. Oh, yes. That's pretty good for my three Ds. Hayden did good for two dice. Two dice. <laughs> it has been Hayden's night. It's been Hayden's yeah. night. I'm, <clears throat> I know. They're all like, why'd you bring the guy up out of battle? Just walks up, kills everyone he looks at. <laughs> mark, 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 mark. Um, and we need Clemente's role when he can for his stealthing, though I can't fathom he can lose it. 
he's like, I can't lose it. <laughs> um, you sneak past the drummers of Silver Ridge, um, and uh, you make it back to the tent as uh, Rory sees like your wound and Clemente's wound, and he begins to patch you up. Um, interestingly, and this is kind of all of you are a little amazed. Um, Connor is physically patching up Clemente. You would not imagine this is a thing that the great Lord Connor would bow himself to do. I've seen that wound in his side, though. Yeah, he was patched up, but not that he was a patcher. I'm a little surprised he's not doing it to his son, but okay. I guess his son's not really hurt in any way. I don't have any wounds. He didn't take any tap. Yeah, Yeah. Caden gave it. He did not receive it. (laughs) Well, Caden was also the only guy in in play, so it would. It's unlikely one hit of anything could have attacked him to actually cause that because you guys weren't hit by any surprises. Right. I have Um, absolutely no health skills, but I will help Uncle Rory with Layla. Yeah. So, um, Connor's like, is this going to be a problem that's going to break the coalition? No. Okay. Um, While they were there, Carrick, what did you tell Connor about what's been happening? And Siobhan? Um, I, unless Siobhan like intervened, I would have told him about the exchanges with the Uptons and the exchanges with the the Montemurs. Um, can I? Like, can, it, yes, go on. I was going to say, say, can I share my observation? Of course. Um, as far as the Montemurs. I think the one question we all had as we got together and had the conversation was it, we found it very interesting that the Montemurs were having such a a very blunt conversation in the middle of the Great Hall with everyone there. Well, everyone being Covengard uh, and, and, uh, and Talmert. Very close by. Talmar, obviously, if if suppositions are correct, they might be in league with Talmar. But they're not being they weren't being particularly like backhanded about it. They're pretty blunt, and they're pretty blunt about going to Carrick about the situation. Um, but in saying that, um, it's a very different story with the Uptons. The Uptons are honest as well, but it's a very different vibe with them. And one that doesn't feel quite in line or in lockstep with the Duke and Duchess and some of their plans. Eric, do you feel that we should we either have to ally with them or make them an enemy? Would you rather fight against them or fight with them? 
I would rather fight with them. Even if it means turning our, our back on the Elmer. I would caution Cousin, we would be turning our backs on the Almerans. And I don't think any of the rest of the us have felt comfortable with that. It's a question that we need to decide, if not today, before the convocation is over. I think we need to obviously talk to the Talmud and come to the conclusion if they are going to war, it, it puts a strong aspect that we have to make a choice to side with the Almerin against the Talmud then. As he like <laughs> is thinking about Laia right now assassinating for the Talmud people. <laughs> right? It, I agree with with your father on this one. We have to understand the Talmud and what they're hoping to gain out of this. Because I, while the Duke and Duchess are perfectly lovely, I don't trust the Bennets enough to think to believe that this won't come back to bite us if we're not if we don't play it carefully. The Almerans at least are pretty upfront and blunt with what they want. At all times. Montemir, oh, it's only, they're only up front and blunt when it, it suits them. Is there any way to keep the Montemir at bay until everything else is settled? Because it seems like they're going to move regardless. They've been wanting Almira for a long time. That's not a surprise. They want, they're stewing to pick a fight. They want Silver Ridge to stay out of it. Because if we join forces with Almira, it makes it more difficult for them. They don't have a navy. We do, and so do the Almerans. That's what they're afraid of. If we openly declare with the Almerans, it will delay the Montemir until they can convince Paristone or an Eastern Kingdom to aid them. But it also means if they do best Almiran, they will march on us too. I doubt they will have the people if we truly give Almerin all of our support. But your statement about they have a, a, a solution for the dragons is very unsettling. I will say, it, though, that the Uptons prove that the Montemirs can't... The, there is a way to divide the Montemirs. Not There are among them... Knights who believe that they are noble and fight for just causes, whether or not they do are or not. I can't say that every house in Montemir fights that way. The Bennets don't. We've seen it, that with what the way they've been playing this entire game. They may feel, though, the conquering of Almern is just. Possibly. It sounds like we have to secure the countryside and provide a quest that would be noble enough to draw in the um, Montemir knights. Or show them why this is an ignoble quest. It, it sounds like it's the higher-ups that are driving that quest. So um, Higher-ups can be ignoble. 
Eric, your idea makes me think, what if we had Charles die on the battlefield against the Saffrons? It would give the delay you're looking for. Charles? The Duke. The Duke of Montemere. I mean, it's a possibility. He certainly has an old war wound. It would... Him dying would... Could be chalked up easily to his wound slowing him down. And it was just a bad series of of circumstances. If only we knew a a crew that would dress like the... um, the saffrons. Well, I was thinking more just as I can organize where the troops are, try to make sure that there's a frailty in the back line and have them defeat him naturally. Would that be traced back to you? A failure of strategy is less... One could say the saffrons were better than me at that moment. More than I prepared his death. It would then place his eldest heir into, who's still a young child, what, a teenager? Um, Um, Eight. Eight. Who's still a young child as the new duke. It would leave the the current duchess probably as his regent. She's a formidable woman herself, but... And don't be surprised. Don't be fooled. The Bennets can out scheme probably the best of us, but it would at least cause enough of a of a slowdown that they would have to reconsider, at least for a bit. Eric, I understand your desire. What if we convinced the Bennets that we would support them in a take of Pearstone? in exchange for a peace treaty with the Amur. What what happened to the people of Pearstone? You do realize someone's going to get conquered. Right. <laughs> we don't have a personal alliance with Pearstone. You're wanting a personal alliance with Amur. We have to think of who we're willing to sacrifice. We don't have friendships with any with the Duchess Olivia. Sounds like Pearstone's the fall guy. We even could go so far as from the actions of tonight that maybe we would work against the Balkine as it does not seem to any of you have made friends with them. They're not to my taste. And use that to have Talmert push south into Belkine. Considering what Lila is up is up to, if if what my suspicions are 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 correct, um, I think that it might be if she's successful, it might be a rallying point for the Talmert against the Belkine. Montemir would ask a heavy price, though, to squeeze themselves into Pearstone and have to fight the mercenaries of Pearstone. They would probably demand a a bond of marriage. If you bought Wait, marriage, you eight-year-old Siobhan. 
as you said, that Upperton was not a noble people. Maybe the daughter of Upperton for my son. Possibly. It would make it that we would be uninvadable by the Montemere. And if we still held our alliance with the Almern, they would only have what one place to press their aggressions. And it might be convincing to the Talmerts because she herself is part Talmert. It would solve a lot of issues. What do you think, Eric? You're talking about Clarissa? Mm hmm. Which son are you talking about? You. Yeah, thought you might be talking about me. Can we trust Clarissa that close? I would trust the Uppertons much more than I would trust either the Montemires or the Bennets. Or we could ride against them. You could convince the Almert to cross the, the frontier, and we strike Montemir as well. It will be a very rough fight, but in if they're bluffing about the dragons, we would win. I don't think they're bluffing about the dragons. And they have some of the best knights in all the land. Well, he's right. We most likely would win because we'd have troops on both the land borders and they have absolutely nothing to stop us from taking all of our ships and any privateer we could get. They essentially be attacked from three sides. They'd have nowhere to regroup to if they ever lost a battle. They'd have to win each and every battle then and there, which is extremely unlikely. As Caden is talking, I guess everyone has returned. I thought yeah, we had. I'm like, sorry. I'm uh, sorry. I forgot. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't going to say anything in the middle of it, but I'm like, yeah, you guys are still out marking people. This is, this is our time. Sorry, I forgot. I apologize. <laughs> I but you made a good it. point. To, <laughs> to you made us. a good point. We were yeah. like, why, why are you saying these things to Clemente and I? <laughs> it's, the, it's the Bond brothers, you see. <laughs> it's fine. We're already at 10.07, so I'm fine for everyone being back if you want to do that wrap-up. Um, um, yeah. Um, you, all of you have to come to the conclusion of who is our enemy and who is our ally. We cannot be allied with everybody. And I understand, my son, that you don't want to fight Montemir, but if they're not our ally, we will fight them. I think it'd be smarter, Carrick. And, and I, I, I speak knowing I'm not much older than you and definitely no, not any wiser, but it would be smarter if we can find a more diplomatic way to get Montemir on our side and still keep Almira. Because then this unifies the East. And it unifies us all together. She'll drain Connor's my like, blood. <laughs> Connor's like, I cannot imagine the Montemir aiding us 
into White Star if we do not help them take Elmer. Yeah. Is that is true, but I don't know. I'm interested in speaking to White Star. Yes, Carrick? The Montemir have been manipulative and condescending. Um, as as charismatic as they are. Um, I don't... Perfectly lovely people. <laughs> I don't feel there's any way we could ever truly trust them. Um, any gift is can, would not so secretly be a curse. Any um, treaty would, would be... Uh, one-sided or have tricks in it, there's... I don't feel there's uh, trusting them. I so, personally feel Montemir would be trustworthy only by bond of marriage. Because then they agreed. would consider us them. Agreed. Because at the very least, if you're married into, say, House Upperton, then other houses who feel aligned with Upperton will come and support you. And the Uppertons are the ones who have all the, have the wealth. They have the wealth and the money that the Montemir themselves don't have. Are we back yet? Yes. Okay. I might so, make the comment, too, that you're elevating Upperton because you'll be a duke and they're currently a barony and they would be putting that money into Silveridge. Which that in and of itself will weaken House Montemir's position. It is something that you need to all think about. Um, while the fog subsides, we will have a meal and continue to discuss. And we will end tonight on that as we're at 1010. Um, I hope people enjoyed tonight's game. A little bit of stabby stabby. A little, little, little bit of everything. A little yeah. bit of stabby stabby. A little bit of murder. Little... Murder hobo. Look, we were not murder hobos. He deserved it. <laughs> uh, did you guys more... like the fog? That was fog so was, yellow yeah. king. That was good, yeah. Spooky town. Spooky, spooky. Um, uh, yeah. Go on, Jen. Oh, no, I was going to ask, have the White Stars uh, arrived yet? They arrive about the same time as Connor did. So they're okay. here. All right, because Siobhan wants to go talk to them. As they basically arrive and Connor arrives when everyone has finished is when the fog rolled in. Okay. I'm uh, just making... One- a note for next time. One of the things I will tell people, just so I don't forget, um, there were not trebuchets. They lifted rocks with tornadoes. Fuck oh. that noise. Nope. That's crazy town. Nope, 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 nope. Um, so the Saffrons, being a society all around, are like, if this were all the bad guys are, we're going to fucking demoralize them right now. Right. It was a it was a solid move on their part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the only person who has not arrived, by the way, who would arrive the next day is Sherman. 
Okay. Who's another guy who could deserve to die, but that's okay. So I'm glad everyone had fun. Um, and uh, Josh, as always, I'm always happy when you're able to hop in and listen. Um, uh, next game, I will be doing from my dad's. There should be very little difference, but it will. I will have a different audio connection. Um, and other than that, I think uh, we're good to go. Okay. So slash stop.